doesn't make any half happy beginning of july that's tomorrow so what's going oh, on man? shit my license expired it doesn't it's even a bit i just realized this very <laughs> moment holy oh shit i need to go to dmv yeah you have to go to dmv on the last of the month does it expire today it expires today well that's fantastic i'll go i'll go on monday I'll, uh, uh, i actually don't even have my car i left my car at work last night because we went and saw um you two last night and I, I I texted you about it. I'm not even like the biggest U2 fan, but you know, for not being a U2 fan, you talk so highly of well, U2. You know what? I bef- uh, before I saw them last year, I was going for the Landlord because she's a big fan, and I was like, I can you know, and it was a Joshua Tree tour, which I like that album a lot. Um, Worst guest, yeah. <laughs> and um, so this one, it was her birthday gift, and um, they, dude, I I know you said the only song that you really like by them is Sunday Bloody Sunday. No, that's my favorite, but it's, so you, it's you, one of those things where it's such a hack song to say. Well, well my favorite song. This is, this is Sunday, what you would you would have liked about what how they did it last night. They played. They didn't play a lot of the big hits last night, but um, when they did Sunday Bloody Sunday, the stage goes across the whole floor, and they came out, and the drummer just had one snare drum, and they did like a stripped down, like raw version of Sunday Bloody Sunday. I've heard they do that with um, select songs. They were very very impressive. So I would like to see you too. Well, I'll tell you. This weekend got off to a better start than last weekend did. So last weekend after we recorded, um, you know, I was supposed to be going to see Jurassic World, correct? Mm-hmm. Talk, so I didn't get to go see Jurassic Mike's, World. Uh, Mike's scariest movie ever. Yeah, Mike's scary. He's afraid of lizards and dinosaurs. So the landlord and I decided we were going to go down to Palisades to see Jurassic World at 6 p.m. So we got the pal- we were going to go to Outback after for dinner. So we High get, class. Yeah, I know. We're, we're living large. Um so we go to Palisades. We get there about five thirty. We'll I'll say, and the six o'clock showing is sold out. So I'm um, whatever. We'll you go. Goober. We'll, well, we'll go to the the seven. They had a six thirty IMAX three D sold out. They had a seven o'clock regular three D sold out. So then we're like, why don't we get buy it for you know two showings from now and we'll go eat beforehand instead. Problem is the next three showings in each different theater only had single tickets available, like in the front two rows. I hope you ditched everyone. <laughs> well, so the, here, this is this is where it gets fun. So we decide we're like, fuck that. Like, why don't there's a showing at Kinelon, which is a movie theater just ten minutes from our house, but it's obviously further from Palisades. So we'll get Chili's on our way out, well, like Chili's to go. We'll eat it in the car quick and go to a seven thirty at Kinelon. So do that. I think sadder than taking like fast casual food and eating it in your in car. car. I know. Like getting it from B- McDonald's, you're like, okay, this it's is shameful. Expected, it's shameful. But, like eating a cowboy burger in the passenger seat, chicken crispers, that just, that's just a house salad. <laughs> a house salad. <laughs> so wait, so we get we get our food, we get to Kinalon, and we're at Kinalon like 45 minutes before movie time. And you've we've grew up going to Kinalon. It's never Kinelon's sold my, out. Kinalon 7:30 was fucking sold out too. <laughs> so did they remodel and put four seats? No, I was like, but I, mean, I was like, what the fuck is this? So we decided we're going to go home. We're going to just grab some ice cream and then watch a movie at home. Um, we ended up, uh, this one is not part of the, the show recommendation, but we watched the movie Annihilation, which was fucking fantastic. Um, Natalie Portman, 
great sci-fi movie. Um, I took uh, something that put me into the sunken place beforehand, so the movie was very much enhanced for me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was the, the the bright colors and everything that was happening was extremely special. So the movie was cool. And then the next day, which I told you about this as well, we got like this five minute like squall, like this nasty storm that just came out of nowhere. And you it was, are such an old man using the word squall. It was, but that's the only way I think about the movie White Squall when they're out on the ocean and then this is just fucking. This is quick. you watch I with uh, listen hosted by Ernest Hemingway and Ralph. <laughs> Ernest Borgheim. <laughs> He too, he'd be big into squalls so, as well. So the power goes out during this like literal two to five minute storm, and I don't think anything of it. And then I see one of my neighbors walking up the street. I'm like, oh, what the fuck could that be? So I walk out, and then there in the middle of the street is this like 30 foot tree that was two houses down across the street, landed, took out the wires across the street, and then landed on the wires on my street. And then because of how it took the power wires it split another power pole right across the street from me so we lost power for fucking that 24 hours so happy. i'm like this doesn't make any sense and then i'm trying to sleep and you gotta all- watch out for those squalls yeah this you gotta watch out for squalls guys <laughs> you watch i squall oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, so should speaking we speaking just- of it's episode 10 our Ep- episode uh, 10. we made it 10 episodes and i'm gonna be honest i said to the fiance i bet this thing falls apart in eight <laughs> so we are 20 percent beyond but um I want to just say, uh, episode 10, You Watch, I Listen. Um, I really think we have a lot of support. Yes. I'm actually surprised how uh, how many people have messaged me, have messaged Dan, and um, yeah, getting, but, you said, 2,000 viewers an episode? Yeah, it's um, it's it's the last three have averaged out about 2,000, um, which, speaking of which, I do want to ask, ask everyone that's listening, if you're listening on an iPhone, go give us a review on iTunes. That really helps us out. You could write one. Just give us five stars. If you think we suck, give us one star. I don't care. Just give us something. Write nice things and give yeah, one it, star just to confuse yeah, everyone. Yeah, be like, these guys are hilarious, but give one star. Um, um, so- one, and one other thing before we move on, um, I also have to give it up to Dan because a lot of the uh, promotion, the social media, um, he's good with that stuff. I don't know. I just made my Twitter account this week. Uh, I think it's Ralph Y I whatever the Y W I L Ralph Y W I L. Dan's a pro at it, so I think he's really been busting well, his I, ass. So, I appreciate uh, that. If you discover this, it's all Dan's. I uh, I just bring food well, for us to eat once in a while. I would say you're more the creative engine behind the episodes themselves, and I do the. Um, the back end work, like you're the queen, you're the the, the mother ant, <laughs> and we're getting you all your shit. I like how um, originally you said queen ant, and you're like, no, 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 no that's he's a not queen a queen bee. ant. We're gonna not a mom- queen bee. Yeah, they have mo- queen ants. Do they? Yeah. I don't know enough about ants. I know the movie. Actually, ants. real quick, when they want to kill a queen ant, because why wouldn't they? They all She's huddle around him, and then they make her body temperature rise until she explodes. That's awesome. That's how they. I, uh, that's how they assassinate the. Queens. Don't you think our our significant others would do that to us if they could? <laughs> Just make us. Um, I got to give a shout out again to bloodrainlitmag.com. Again, dedicated to educating and promoting new writers in horror and paranormal fiction. Uh, ten ten bucks a year gets you four issues, telling you all the best stuff that's coming out. Uh, they've been crazy supportive. Um, so make sure you go check them out at bloodrainlitmag.com. And the other shout out we got to give um, was the big ep drop this week on june 26th the bobo show which wow. you can read ralph's fantastic in-depth articulate and uh really beautiful review of the bobo show ep from our good friends at lobo sound in illinois you know how they say there were the people who grew up in a pre-beatles world and a post-beatles world yes we're going to have that with this the, I, the, the, the pre-bobo world bobo ep and after be Bobo. Well, I'm glad you said the Bobo Show EP. Bobo I'm glad you said EP. specifically the Bobo Show and not Bobo himself because we've had Bobo in our lives for 10, 10 years now, more about 10 probably. 
How long? When did he first debut? Well, Bobo is not ten years old. No. When did he debut on O and A? When did he become oh, the, our uh, knowledge? Probably. 12, 13 yeah, years I was going to say. So um, that's uh, Vince and Dan at Lobo Sound uh, doing some really, really cool stuff. Uh, they've been crazy supportive, very helpful. Uh, we'll, we'll have them on one day. Yeah, for They're, sure. They've been uh, they've been cool. They've been supportive. They've been giving us. Yeah. So tips. make sure you go to um, lobosound.com slash bobo um, and bobo uh, by lobo. You yeah. Uh, this is bobo live at lobo. Um, you can you bobo I lobo. Uh, you know it's funny because I knew bobo was doing this and I he kept telling me they were songs of a humorous nature and I didn't yeah, know what, I didn't know what to make of that because that could be Weird Al or it could be like listening to um, Wesley Willis yeah well I love Wesley Willis but um, it could it could be shitty comedy music and I gotta say I legitimately laugh my ass off so hats off to Bobo for um, having the he could spit fire he spits hot fire and the guys at Lobo Sound a, l- uh, a little bit of artistic license a lot of things he says I think are um, callbacks as much as he wants to establish that he's not lying um, he may he, he may stretch the truth it sounds like yeah, it lyrics. sounds like Bobo's lying a lot, all right? Well, he, you know what he does? <laughs> he paints a picture. He does. And with the words, I mean, how many times are you going to get to hear words like, Sansa's so hot, I want to sniff her yoga trousers. Even if she had crabs, I'd still sniff her yoga trousers. It's beautiful. So make sure you go to lobosound.com backspace Bobo. Uh, $5.99 gets you the EP, and he's got more stuff coming out. A Christmas, Christmas album. album. So again, that's a shout out to the guys at lobosound.com. Make sure you go check them out. Um, so why don't we jump right into our stuff from last week? Um, All right. So uh, I went first last week, I think. You did. I think you want to go first this week. Okay. Just, just trust so, me on this. All right. So last week you gave me a band that I was not necessarily familiar with was Yaysayer. Um, and the album was All, All Our Symbols. All Our Symbols, which, by the way, when I wrote it down here, I completely spelt it wrong. Um, I wrote All Our, like they're ours, and I wrote Symbols like an at sign. Uh, like symbols like that. So what was I supposed to know? So it took me like ten minutes to find the album. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna. You say, have to try really difficult to be that dumb. So I know. <laughs> Trust me, I don't try that hard. It just happens. So um, you didn't tell me much about this album. So I really went in like not knowing anything. I talked to the landlord, and she knew like one song. And it was shortly after you had left last week um, that I listened to the first song. And I the first sunrise is the first song. I fucking like that a lot. You serious? Uh, I like the first song. I gave that actually a three and a half. Um, the music was cool. I could understand everything he was saying. And then <laughs> I get to the second track. And um, I'm going to just read you some of my notes here and not tell you what song they are. So this is just from the second track. Um, it says, what the fuck is this shit? What's the second track again? Uh, Wait for the Summer. Oh, um, yeah. The third track, 2080, 1.5. Um, I wrote great music because the music was great. Um, my comment on another one is again what the fuck again the, the next comment is fuck you then it's <laughs> then it's creepy what the fuck is what I wrote there, here's one comment it's a 0.5 for the song forgiveness and I wrote why <laughs> then um, I didn't I gave another one a two and I was like this is okay enough so I didn't leave a comment um, worms one I don't get this shit <laughs> 10 waves uh, this is all I wrote I remember I did not like waves but specifically the end of the song is a one minute silent outro it's one minute of just dead silence and then the last la- <laughs> last comment I just wrote Lion King soundtrack <laughs> so th- there's a couple things I want to say about this album I have it on two grade curves I think if this was like a score to a movie I think the soundtrack's really good because it's a little ambiguous the the way the music sounds I can't understand anything the guy is saying in any song but the first one 
and that just completely turns me off. But on the other hand, the music, specifically the rhythm section of the drummer and the bass player, are fucking great. They're George Harrison drums. That's what I that's, call Yeah, well, I read your review, and I have to actually take umbrage with you on that in a minute. Because um, <laughs> uh, you, you, um, uh, you did some fake news shit to me, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to twist it back at you. Um, so it, it's, it's weird because the, uh, this album reminded me of a band I, I know the drummer of, but I actually liked a little bit, that band a little bit more because it's usually not the kind of music I'd like, but um, the music was cool and I could understand the singing a little more. On this one, uh, it sounded like a, a Lion King soundtrack on a lot of stuff. Like It sounded like it should have been like a music on a Broadway show or, like I said, a, a score to a movie. Um, these guys are very talented. I did enjoy it more than Cut Copy by a mile, um, but overall, the chances of me putting on this album at choice, besides that song Sunrise, which I actually thought was... I literally gave that song a 3.5. Sunrise so, might be the best. So I thought that song was great and I was like, wow, this is actually cool. And then when I heard the second song, I literally wrote... What the fuck is this shit? Because I didn't understand. And I even like looked up what the lyrics are. And I'm like, it doesn't sound. Like, oh, 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 just making noises. Like, I, noises. I, I, I just didn't understand. the mu- Like I said, the music is really good. So it was almost like I was comparing to, um, in some ways, but I did like Agalock a lot more, where I didn't necessarily love the singing on Agalock, but the music was so good that it leveled it out for me. I- Agalock's a completely different Well, of course, it's, it's a screaming. different genre. The, the screaming, uh, but I'm talking about like lyrically. So this album, it's like, if I'm talking just based on music, it's a three. If I'm talking the um, on lyrically, it's a fucking negative three. But if I'm taking the two, it's like a 1.5, I guess. <laughs> guess i understand the appeal because unlike cut copy they are not trying to create a new sound uh, uh, recreate an old sound they have something that really i could probably say that they, only they corner the market on um weird jungle beats weird jungle beats <laughs> is that the best way to describe it um so well, what did you think my reaction to this was going to be so i actually didn't know i didn't think it was going to be positive um <laughs> but asshole. i also didn't i didn't think i you're actually your reaction's kind of where i thought it would be the reason why this band intrigues me so much is every time they make a new album, they completely throw away what they did on the last album. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, and sometimes it works. I think this album is one of their better ones. Their next one, they did a more... It wasn't intentional. It wasn't like Cut Copy's 80s sound, but yeah, it became yeah. more of a dance album. And it worked on uh, some, but there were some... But they have like a dance song about Joe Lewis and Ambling Amp, Max Schmeling. That's so, awesome. So like, you have like these... And, and, like, the lyrics are completely different on it. Like, you can understand the guy. Um, they have another album I heard. It's, like, more psychedelic. I haven't heard it yet. So I think the album itself, it's cool. I like it. I don't love it. But I like the idea and the artistic um, endeavor yeah, more than the I, actual I, work itself. I would agree with that. I think artistically, it, you can tell the ingenuity that they took to this. Um, and it's very well mixed. It's very well produced. Um, it sounds good. It's just, I, I was literally questioning myself, like, what the fuck is the point? But I want I want to give you something, because this album does make me go, what the fuck, a lot. But I like being what the fuck. Yeah. Well, That's something I enjoy. Well, so. so where I wanted to take umbrage with you, when I read your, your write-up <laughs> on this album on youwatchilisten.com, um, I my my issue I took with your writing where you painted me like I just didn't like cut copy because of the eighty sound that was certainly part of it and I I suppose you could argue that it was uh, the large part of it but what I remember specifically stating is this album sounds like they had no fun making it I didn't feel any joy any passion it was just like hey here here's a couple sounds on a computer and let's just put some lyrics over it that was honestly my big I I yeah, think no, my bigger did. issue so making it sound like just fuck that eighty sound although I did well, say fuck that eighty well, sound well here's the thing though I wanted to now. 
realm where you can't say, well, they're clearly trying to be yes, something else. And, so. and that, that's fair. And they definitely were not trying to be something else. So I could see the appeal of this album. They're to some weird people. guys. I too. would never recommend this to anyone um, unless it was like a mortal enemy on their deathbed and that I can make sure this is the last thing they were hearing. <laughs> Um, I guess it's world music. It would be classic world music. I don't what, know. What, what is world music? Uh, the, yes, so there's like, a lot. Is that like symbols. we are the world? <laughs> like, uh, like, uh, dun, 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 dun. Dun, dun, dun. are you doing Indiana Jones? <laughs> Indi- it could be the soundtrack to Indiana Jones. No, it could. Yeah, maybe Crystal Skulls because that one sucks ass. I think Crystal Skulls isn't that. Bad. No, it's really bad. It's the worst. The Indiana Jones. Okay, Watch it again. Whatever, whatever. Um, all right, so let's, <laughs> let's go into your movie. Okay. So you gave me uh, Minority Report. Yes, Minority Another Report. Another Tom Cruise movie. Yes. Um, and I'm watching the movie. Uh, let me, instead of giving... Paint me a picture. I'm going to just give you my observation. So I'm watching it, um, and I'm like, oh, I like the aesthetic of this. You know, it's kind of generic near future, but nothing, you know, yeah. it's not bad, but it's nothing special. And Correct. I'm like, I'm like, I've seen this before. I've seen, Almost you know, that Blade kind Runner-ish. Of, yeah, I, I kind of described it as brighter Blade Runner. I guess that'd be a good way to put well, it. Little, I would say, honestly, um, closer to um, Total Recall. Yeah. It's, well, well, same, same author. Same author, correct. So go on. So I'm watching it, and um, it's very obviously a Spielberg movie. Mm-hmm. Like, it's got... I can't explain it, but when you see a Spielberg movie, there are scenes where you know that that's He knows a how to capture like um, the intimacy of a scene, I- even on a grand scale. Um, I didn't particularly like the action scenes, only because I thought they... Um, they took away a little of the overall plot. Mm-hmm. I thought the philosophical and the ethical issues were more interesting yes. than, you know, the Colin the Farrell storyline. Um, I thought the scene with the eyes, while I thought it was interesting, I thought it added length to the movie yeah. that it didn't need. So it, that scene you know, that where he has the eye transplant, that... I that, like the scene a lot, it's, but, but it, it, it drags a little bit. It doesn't fit Oh, uh, when the, he opens that fridge and that nasty-ass yeah. food, that was gnarly. I liked it. I liked the I, scene. I think I, I agree that it, it adds the length, but the scene when the, the little spider robots come in and he's in the bathtub... That was a great that's scene. fucking cool. It was a cool scene. Very that's tense. A very Spielberg scene yeah. where it's showing up. And I'm watching this movie and I go like, I, I've seen this before. I've seen, seen other artists fuck- do it. Halfway through I realize, I fucking have seen Minority <laughs> Report. <laughs> You've Not only asked- parts of it, I've seen this entire movie before and forgot about it. So then once I remembered, I'm You like, watch again, I listen once. <laughs> I remember distinctly, the scene where it, it triggered me is when he puts that thing that makes him look like Artie Lang. Or uh, Rosie. <laughs> and he drops his eyeballs. I go, I've seen a movie where that exact thing happened. And they had balls with the future. I'm like, I fucking have seen Minority <laughs> Report. So I guess, I guess you hadn't seen it in a while if you didn't I, remember seeing it. You know it. what it is? I saw it. I was in college and... um. You know, it was on in the background. I think uh, when we were in college, I lived in a frat house. Correct. Like a movie would be on, people come in and out and be like, "Where you watching Minority Report?" And I guess I just forgot the name. I forgot I had seen it. So at that point, I remembered. I'm like, "Oh, okay." I the, the spoilers go. So I didn't know how to grade it because it wasn't. I stopped taking notes where like, "Oh, I've never seen this," and went more into like, "Oh, I'm rewatching Minority Report." <laughs> um, I enjoyed the movie. I enjoyed it the first time I saw it. It's a it's a really good movie. I was talking I was talking to Growhow the other night. Um, and he, like said, it's probably in his top five to ten of sci-fi movies of all time, um, um, which I would probably put it in mind I do for have, sci-fi. I will say this. I think it has a lot of issues, but not issues like the way Gran Torino did where it was an unbalanced movie. I think it's way too long. Yeah. I, I, I think Spielberg. that... Um, uh, I think it suffers from what I would like to call prestige syndrome, mm-hmm. where they over-explain the ending, which... I, that's, that's, I like the ending... I didn't like when he confronts him and he goes, you're doing this because you want, like, well, I understood well, well, that. Here's the question. 
This is is a hotly debated subject about the movie since it I, came out. I read. What do you take for the ending? I can watch that movie once a week, and I will have a different opinion on the ending every single. So you time. read that that this is just his dream, or like not his dream, but his well, um before his he goes memory of before events. he goes into the prison, uh, the the co- confinement that they have for the prisoners mm-hmm. from the pre crime division. Um, the guy who runs it, like the warden or whatever, says that they say before you go in. Um, your life flashes before your eyes, and then all your wildest dreams yeah. come true. Mm-hmm. And the reason that I actually lend, um, I lend to that theory that the whole thing where he, the the outcome of the movie, and spoiler alert, uh, the guy who founded it with him is the one that set him up. He blah, committed blah, blah, a murder. Max von Sandow. He had to create an elaborate murder to get the rights to the the, um, the, the Oracle, precogs, the yeah, precogs. The and um, the reason specifically is that. This the, nothing in this movie at any point came off like a happy ending, and then all of a sudden a happy, they give you a happy ending. I I think the drastic tone and even the way that last scene is filmed is different than the previous. Exactly, ones. where it's showing him and his wife looking out into like a correct. Break. Um, I did read that theory. Um, I didn't really think about what was happening. Um, but you know, I was reading on it as the movie went correct. on because I I'd already seen the movie, so like I wasn't being as engaged. I was kind of reading and um getting theories while I'm watching. yeah yeah. And I have to disagree on that. No, I do understand it. And there's nothing in the movie I can prove to say. Of course. I can't prove my theory either. But I think the fact that it's a Spielberg movie, the fact that it deviates from how the book actually did Mm -hmm. end, I think, and Spielberg does have a habit of those kind of wrapping movies up in a nice bow, where while I guess he could easily say, or maybe even considered it that way, I don't think it was intentional. I don't think the viewer was intended to walk away from the so, movie with that idea. Because I think if he wanted to do that, because it's so heavy-handedly explained the end, I think he would have heavy-handedly put in the, which one is it, where I think it's way too subtle for the way the movie ended. If you understand what I'm well, saying. I, where I get what you're saying, but at the same time, um, I go back always to a guy that Spielberg and most great directors of the last 30 years are influenced by Stanley Kubrick. And Spielberg does not, necessarily leave mistakes or plot holes there that can easily be exploited and things like the way the the lens changed on the ending of the film um specifically that they had that scene with that warden guy previously where he was explaining it to him and he doesn't say it until right when tom cruise is going into prison um there's just a few things there that it the 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 way the tone drastically changed overall of the movie makes me think that um if it was another director i'd agree it was uh, coincidental but because it's Spielberg and the the whole point of the movie, and it even goes to the precogs, is that there could be two ways to look at this. And it's free will against of predetermination. Course. And I understand. The thing is, those but themes, I lo- I, that's one of those the reasons are I love the movie. Themes, I just think the movie, and this isn't a criticism, of course. so please don't take it. Of course, it no, no. It's but I don't think the movie presents those ideas in an overly... Co- it comes in a very um, simple, easy to uh, yeah. digest. So I think... a. Th- leaving with a thought like that which is very complicated and more mm-hmm. of a mind fuck doesn't really fit with the philosophical that would actually be the weakest philosophical theme yeah of course what actually happened where these much more complicated and you know you can rack your brain for years and never get an answer themes are kind of i don't want to say spoon-fed but they're presented very neatly and yeah or, i i could agree with that, that that's why i think i it, it, 
I'm sure it was he was aware of it, mm-hmm. but if he wanted the viewer to leave with that idea, I think he would have made it more obvious in how he presented it. Yeah, and that's possible. And I, guess I, that's, I think I guess maybe, that's maybe great because Spielberg I, that I, you could go back and forth yeah. like that, even if it's not overly intentional. I just I came away on the other side of that. Maybe it's because I've seen the movie fucking like two dozen times, and I've I've I, seen it at least twice. Yeah, obviously, and the fact that I every time I watch it, like I said, I can come away with a different opinion on the ending each time is another reason I don't think it was an accident that he kind of wants to leave it up to what your opinion mm-hmm. on it was. Um, one of the coolest things, and this is something that has been brought up to people that have seen the movie a lot, is how much technology... This movie came out in 2002. How much of it is it's, actually in our lives Like the, the the stuff on the screen, being able to go like that. The, um, I'll tell you the scene that creeped me out the most, by far. When he goes in the gap with the fake eyes and she goes, uh, hi, Mr. Yakamoto, do you want these? And I said, that's what we're in today. Yeah. Where they know the people... The facial recognition. The that's how they that just caught that shooter. From, and, yeah. When, Target will send you things saying, hey, you're expecting a baby. They know us, our buying habits. They know us more than we know ourselves. And that was the one scene that made me go, ooh. Yeah, man. I, I remember when I saw that movie, I saw it with Mike White back in when it came out in like eighth grade and I didn't know what to expect of it but I like Spielberg and I like Tom Cruise and I, I walked out of that movie like loving it and I've uh, I own it it's um, a good movie it's definitely I mean Spielberg with sci-fi you really really can't go wrong I don't like it I'll tell you the one criticism I did have it I didn't particularly think it was Tom Cruise's best film I think Tom Cruise no, was good it's not his best film I mean but I think I think the movie was strong enough that anybody could have carried it. I don't really think of yeah. it as a Tom Cruise. Like, for instance, but this was um, before Tom Cruise's box office prestige Ed, started to wear off. Ed, Edge of Tomorrow, for example, I think Tom Cruise in that role. That's he perfected that he perfect, role. That's Tom Cruise's role. Yeah, I, agree I didn't really with that. get this from this. I mean, you could have had you know Clive Owen. I think you would have had the same movie. I actually kind of like Clive Owen. I love. He's Clive been in Owen. some good shit. Did you ever see Shoot 'Em Up with Clive? Yes, Owen? I have. Okay. That dude, I that was one I thought I was going to hate, and I laughed Clive so Owen, hard. I wish he was the next James Bond. He just he's a little old now, but uh, before they took um. Uh, Daniel Craig. Oh yeah, Daniel Craig back. All right, so um, actually, I wanted to. <laughs> I got to read you a couple things. Um, I have these in my phone. So last week, um, we reviewed Gran Torino, or you reviewed Gran Torino, and yeah. you got some nice feedback on. Oh that. yeah, I'm a. Um, you are a social justice warrior, just so you know. Yes, I'm aware. Yeah, this comment um, was probably my favorite. This came from uh, Rodney, and. Who's Rodney? Uh, uh, he's a guy I know who he listens to us. For, hi, Rodney. Rodney. Oh, and I see uh, Michaela just walked in. So we'll get to her in a little bit. So let me pull up um, Ro- Rodney's comment about it. Let me see. Um, come on. Okay, here we go. This was one of the <laughs> Feel free to tell Ralph from a black man to a white man. Enjoy and embrace your whiteness. You have nothing to apologize for. Last time I checked, you didn't own any slaves. But hey, if you want to feel bad that you owe him $60,000 in reparations and he wants his reparations in chicken and watermelon. <laughs> um, okay, so a couple things. Um, one, um, the reparations actually uh, literally from the Civil War were 40 acres and a mule. So... <laughs> I don't know where the $60,000 came from. That literally was the deal which um, the United States uh, didn't really follow through with. Um, And two, um, I don't think I apologize at any point. Well, I think they said that you sounded... The the overall theme that I got from people was that you sounded like you you had white guilt. Oh, yeah. You know know, know me real well, and that really describes me. I mean, you you really are, you know, you always portray as a social justice... So, like, I I said it to you when you, you see were saying me, I'm it. always protesting. When, when you when you were talking about the, <laughs> talking about it last week, and I I said to you, I'm like, yo, people are gonna call you a social I justice am. warrior. Um, someone said, uh, tell Ralph to not be so soft. Um, 
let's see. Ralph didn't get the movie. I didn't. Uh, I complete. I I didn't know what's Ra- going on. Um, your co-host is an SJW. Uh, <laughs> there was one other. I'm trying to find. Oh, um, by the way, can you? Please- I agree with Ralph. There's one. Um, can you please? By I think the way, that was read- a burner account. Can you? Um, what was it? Uh, <laughs> it was Comancho from the '76. Was it Oliver Tweet? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, can you? By the way, can you send these over to my uh, fiance who has the exact opposite? You know comments on me why i'm such an asshole why am i always angry yeah, why am i dude, yelling at I, I love infomercial i love when people call me a social justice you warrior. are dude, i that's... know apparently so um actually i named i named the theme of this episode on my notes is ralph the sjw <laughs> that's fine um i'm trying off the top of my head there are some super um, jambalaya i'm trying to think of an acronym and i can't super, think of any super jambalaya um all right Woman. so um what did i have here did you have something yeah, I, actually, I have a couple things go for I have it. a couple things so um two things Jim Carrey's got a new role. Uh, Is it his fucking shitty paintings? No. So when you think of the Sonic the Hedgehog franchise. No, I know. And when you think of their hero, I mean their villain, Dr. Robotnik, you think of Jim Carrey, right? I think of Clint Howard. (laughs) It's the role of a lifetime. He's playing Dr. Robotnik. He's Dr. Robotnik in the Sonic movie. They should just take out... And by the way, his quotes on it make it sound like this was like the role he's been waiting for. Yeah, you can tell how his life is going. I really Go hope... Go fucking preach some more anti-vax they stuff, said, stupid. Um, they said it's CGI, CGI, but oh. I don't know if that's CGI like Avatar CGI or like, you know, incredible CGI. I hope that Dr. Robotic looks like Jim Carrey wearing prosthetics. My guess it'll probably be like how, Live they, did, action. how they did Grand Moff Tarkin in Rogue One. Where Oh, I hope so. I'm going to guess I want here. I want this to be The Grinch, which is your favorite movie, times 10. Has anyone ever asked for a live action Sonic movie? Every day of my life. Before I came up here, I said, dude, good news. Guess what's what we're be- finally getting. What's the getting? best Sonic game? Sonic 2. Sonic and Knuckles. Sonic and Knuckles is an add-on to Sonic 2, though. Oh, no, it's its own game, too. It's its right. own game. It's the third um, one. They're equal. I, I don't I, know if I... Didn't I... See, 2 I liked, but I hated that under... That water game... Like, the casino water... Um, First of all, those are two different levels. Whatever, whatever. There's I a guess casino so. world. I've, I haven't played Sonic Two in God knows how long. We have the uh, the N six. Uh, we, we do the, have uh, the Sega over here. We do have. The we, Sega. I, I got one of those uh, cheap um, all in one eighty games on it, but it's a piece of shit. Yeah, dude, those <laughs> it things, barely works. I, I still need to get the Super Nintendo Classic and actually. Oh, play it's that. it's fantastic. How I often do it. you play it? Um, I played it for a long time. Then I got an N64, and I've been playing that. I'm, I'm still just kind of not getting the Jim Carrey casting. There was a lot of other people. When you, you could, think of Doctor Robotic, you think of Jim Carrey. They've been calling. I, I for think of for like years. I think of Wayne Knight more than I think of Jim Carrey. Wayne Knight's playing Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> They're just literally pulling names from '90s actors. Out Caitlyn Jenner's playing Tails. <laughs> <laughs> Knuckles is Will Smith. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Wow, that was really racist. You're, you're uh, now you're not a social justice warrior. Just say, if you want to remedy it, you're just gonna start saying terribly racist. By the way, I'm, on the other side of the spectrum, that has nothing to do with race. And somehow people will bring it together and be like, "What that's a racist what I, that, thing!" That's what I was knuckles. doing. Yeah, exactly. Um, so wait, I I have um, a serious proposition and question for you, and yeah. I, I think that you're the only person that can answer this. And I I brought up this discussion on Twitter the other day and got some feedback. Yeah. Um. So the other night. I got a little, um, a little, you know, intoxicated, and I was like, "What am I going to watch?" And what do you think I put on? Guess, Minority Report. No, I put on Terminator Two. 
You, 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 by the way, you phrase that question as if, like, how can Ralph get that question? <laughs> I was hoping you were going to say something ridiculous, but I put on Terminator 2 Judgment Day. Do you want to try it again? You want me to say something Yeah, what? No, no, I don't. No, no, do it. Uh, do it what do movie it. did I watch, Ralph? Ernest Goes to Camp. No, I watched that yesterday, though. Um, <laughs> by the way, I know that you're kidding, but there's a good chance you're not kidding. So... Um, I got grounded once, and my dad took my Ernest Goes to Camp movie so away. So I was watching Terminator 2, and I had a big uh, conundrum. So the scene specifically that I was bothered by, and I've had this discussion with people before, is that when Arnold Schwarzenegger walks into the bar, you know the scene I'm talking when he first yeah. walks in the bar. and it's early in the movie. Your clothes, your shoes, yeah. give them to me. Um, he's ass naked. And when he walks in the bar, the first thing, the first person he sees is this woman, woman bartender, and she looks him up and down, and when she looks down... Um, at his uh, genitals, she smiles. So, it, like, she's impressed. So that would imply that the Terminator has a big dick, correct? Yes. She wouldn't smile. Okay, so yes, yes. now uh, a Terminator, the T-800 or T-101 Cyberdyne System Series 4. Um, oh, shut up. Uh, it's, uh, it's a human, it's living, growing tissue over a metal ectoskeleton. How does the Terminator's dick work? Hmm. Does he constantly have an erection? A hydraulic system. Hydro but how would it appear flaccid? So is he always rocking a fucking well, okay. a boner? So this is what I think it is. I think inside where there would be a um, reservoir for uh, like oil, mm -hmm. um, coolant mm -hmm. or whatever, it contains a hydraulic fluid. When the situation arises, there's an elaborate pump and you know balance system, pressure system that pumps it into the genitals, gives him the erection. He does whatever he needs to do with it, and then. Um, and it probably is loud and probably, it goes down. <laughs> His dick makes a noise. Yeah, like kind of like a crane. So, <laughs> oh, so then when I, I, so I ended up going on, I watched all the Terminator movies and then I watched Terminator 3 and there's the scene with the female Terminator where she makes her tits bigger. So that would probably elaborate on that. Yeah, they, so they perfected it. That's a but double hydraulic you think system. His you think his dick could just flop around like flaccid? And what about his ball? How do his balls work? Uh, they're just decoration. They're just decoration? But do they like... Could you give a Terminator like a, a hand job? Uh, I think it's a battery system. It's probably a battery. I, like I, I, this is like it really bugs me that like yeah that, you could, but because like I would think if you look at everything else, it, everything is rock solid. He takes off when he cuts his arm off. It's you know obviously metal and looks crazy. It's probably some sort of like spongy. Um, uh, I'd say industrial. So you're telling um, me Skynet became so aware that it knew <laughs> how to properly create a genital system. Yes. Skynet went live. Yes. So there were some other things that pissed me off. That It's my favorite action movie of all time. But Does he need to take shits? I, I don't think so, but this is the other one that bothered me. When he, um, the two Terminators are going to find John Connor in the mall, and Arnold's walking. Does and, the Terminator need to get plugged in? Like, charge? Yeah. I don't think so. I think because they have that nu it's almost like a nuclear system in them um, that can explode. So they probably do need to um, get waste heat off somehow. So he probably does shit uh, radioactive waste and piss it out. And so I, I think that they actually. So you're telling me Terminator took place in Flint, Michigan? Yeah, <laughs> just right to the water. There's just these glowing <laughs> yellow turns behind him as he's running. So th this is the other thing that bothered me. So we know the Terminator can't be reasoned with. He doesn't use logic. Why did Arnold's Terminator know? That he can't just walk into a mall with a shotgun, so he went and bought a box of roses <laughs> to put the shotgun in. And where did he get the currency to buy the roses? Or did he just steal them? Which again, I think, I think gives. I give, think so. I think that they per, they foresaw this when they send them back, so they gave him about you know ten ninety nine. But they couldn't send anything back. You can't send anything oh, that's dead right, back. That's right. Um. They, so gave a, they gave him a pin number and I mean, he went the, to the bank? But the logical thing here would be is that he stole it, just like he stole guns in the first one. But he, that means that he had the thought process to then 
he's like, I can't walk around with the shotgun. When in the first one, he walked around yeah. and killed whatever. Oh, well, he's a bad guy. In the uh, first yeah, one. of course. And then he knew that he had to put it in a box of roses because the roses are the only thing that could fit his twelve gauge twelve yes. gauge shotgun. Um, I, I don't know. There's some. There's as, as much as I think it's the greatest action movie of all time. There are some major major plot holes, and I need to get in touch with James Cameron and also get to the bottom of the termadick. Yeah, you and, know, I I think this is a hot issue. I think people have you know it, it's been all over Twitter the Terminator Two conundrum. <laughs> you know, for this movie that came out what you know twenty five years ago. <laughs> Terminator Two was nineteen ninety one. So. Yeah, uh, twenty six. What's ago. amazing for that movie, despite all By these way, years, I agree like, with you. I think it's the best action. movie I, I think it's the most complete action movie, and the first one is in its own right. They might be the. It, it could arguably be the greatest first and second movies next to the Godfather of well, all in time. That genre, in that genre. I, 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 but honestly, I mean, it's it's hard to say. I mean, you could argue the Godfather one and two, Alien, Aliens, uh, Star Wars, Empire, um, and then Terminator, Terminator two. And outside of that, I mean, Die Hard, Die Hard two is a significant drop off. Um, I've seen Die Hard too, but it's like it do, it's the, you it, know if I saw it, it would be the same thing with Minority Report going like I remember uh, this I remember movie. This. I remember, oh wait, uh, I, I guess I guess Lethal Weapon, Lethal Weapon two, they're both really good. So yeah. you could put, all the Lethal Weapons are um, make a blend together. I I, I would want to say Mission Impossible, but I think the three, four, and five are so much better than one and two. So I I mean the Terminator has to be in the the first two have to be, but then after you get, after two, it's a significant drop off in quality. As much as I still was not that bad. It, I you know what I thought that. And then when I watched it the other night, it did not age well. Like when they so wait, wait, let me get this. I've been arguing that Terminator Three stinks. I finally agree with you, and you go, actually, you were right. <laughs> yeah, it's there's some things I like about it. Like I, I there's some really cool stuff. But Nick Stahl as John Connor, Connor is terrible. By the way, I'm losing track of who's John. Con like they have a different actor in every movie. Yeah, and I don't know who's it. playing him in the new one they're making. Yeah, but this, Arnold in it? Yes, Arnold's in it. Actually, I really like the most recent one. Genesis was actually pretty cool. I didn't see it because um, I spelled Genesis wrong. Well, it's not Sega Genesis. It's different. It was its own system, Genesis. Whatever. Um, no, it was cool, though. Amelia Clark played Sarah Connor. Um, who was John Con I don't even remember who John Connor. Oh, I do now. It was the guy from uh, Rise of the Planet. Dawn Clive of the Apes. Clive Owen can't just be in everything. Well, he should be. Um, He's playing Knuckles. Now, actually, I have a little assignment for you in the next week. Uh. Um, this was a debate that we got onto on Twitter the other day with a group of our friends um, when one of them, uh, the host of In the Pit, uh, Taylor Micah, made the absurd proclamation that the Big Mac is the worst fast food item and that it's terrible. Do you, okay? Do you want now, me to buy my tongue? Well, no, no. This is uh, th this is so you don't have to love the Big Mac. But my point was, if you made a Mount Rushmore of fast food specialty items, I could do this. I don't even need to think about. Okay, it. Okay, but the Big Mac has to be on the Mount Rushmore of fast food specialty items. It has to be. It's the Big Mac and the Whopper, the two that cannot. Okay, be Okay, are these my personal or are these as these a societal are societal? Whole? Okay, I personally do not like the Big Mac. Um, you just had a Grand Mac two months ago. You stupid asshole. Completely red herring argument. No, you had one, so you must love it. Why would you get it if I you don't try, like it? First of all, okay, you're, you try you're asking me, how many things have I brought here going? This is gonna suck, and That's eat it, and then we yourself. Go. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think McDonald's of the th the big three fast food places, Wendy's, Burger King, McDonald's, is my least favorite. Okay, I do understand I kind of it's pop culture. Um, I understand the Big Mac's an iconic sandwich. I think of all the big major sandwiches, if you go Baconator, which I guess would be the Wendy's, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, the Whopper. But, which is crazy because it's recent, Baconator. It's not that old. They never really had that iconic sandwich. They had, I guess, Dave's, Dave's Hot and Juicy. Yeah, but it's yeah, just so it's, Yeah, it's got to be the Baconator for um, Wendy's, so the Whopper. I think Big Mac is a distant third. But for an iconic, this is a 
It's like the Sergeant Peppers. Made, I don't particularly like Sergeant Peppers. It made fast food restaurants want to yeah. have a specialty standalone item. Yes. Um. So you can only get a Big Mac at McDonald's. Yeah, no. correct. And people, it's still like the number one selling item for fast food. I looked into it like by a long shot. How about shot. that asshole who only eats the Big Macs with his sideburns? I hate that guy. Could you do that? No, I don't want to do that. I, I I I need to get I need to come up with a food challenge for you. Um, and I think it might be. Some... I eat the ze- the zebra cakes. Yeah, but they, you do that on your own without for the show. <laughs> That's one hundred percent true. By, by the way, can we talk about how I'm always eating healthy? I'm like legitimately trying and to get in shape. Come here, and then I come here, and then it's like let's eat the you know. Uh... And it's usually <laughs> me. It's usually my idea. So it's my food. so let, let's let's finish up this fast food uh, Mount okay. Rushmore societal wise. It's got to be Big Mac Whopper. Uh, does it have to be food or can it be beverages as well? I want it to be food and I want it to be a... Well, um, I'm going to throw one in here and you can decide whether or not... The Baja Blast? Not the Baja Blast. The Frosty. I think the Frosty's importance to dessert is almost yeah, equivalent to... Couldn't you then in turn it, also argue that the, it was one of the first menu items they had was the McDonald's apple pie? I, McDonald's apple pie, you can make a strong argument, should be on there. I think Frosty's a little more deserving, but I, I think I apple agree. pie is... Right, I, I want to okay. go with actual like me, like d- like dinner items. Um, so just no fries, no just fries. sandwiches. Yeah, because if you want to put fries in there, you'd beef, have to curly put fries. Um, so I, I think we go Big Mac Whopper. Um, then I I think Baconator's earned its place. Um, Baconator because Baconator has staying now, power. Exactly. Now fourth is where it's going to get tough. Yeah. Do you put the White Castle slider? I don't like White Castle personally. But is the White Castle slider being? It is one. It is White Castle's always open crazy late. No, no. Okay, I don't what, put. What would I want, it place? hurts me. I I'm, I need to think what to put in this place. I can't put the White Castle slider in there. I think the White Castle itself is critically underrated. I disagree with you. I love White Castle. I think um, Harold and Kumar their movie completely nailed the aesthetic of White Castle and everything it stands for. But I can't put the slider in there. What about? Um, I just had it in my fucking head. Oh, Literally, damn it's it. coming out your ears. Damn. Oh, I guess you could be. We have to consider the fast food restaurants that we do not have at our disposal out here. Um, an animal style burger from In and Out is extremely, extremely popular. I would like to put it there. I never had one. I know you've had. Uh, you yeah, know, I've had it in out, but I, I can't. I don't know enough about um, it. it. Very well, should you could be put. On there. The, you could argue the the Five Guys burger, which I can't stand. Okay, I'm putting it. I'm out. I'm putting it on there. Five Guys. No. What? I don't know if you're gonna agree with me. The McChicken, the McChicken, it changed the game. I could give you that. I'm I, not a big I, fan. I, of chicken I'd be sandwiches. lying to you if I told you I did not just have two McChickens a couple weeks ago. Um, this is when we went. Wow, to, wow. Wait, wait, you really listen, poured your heart wait, out. Wait, on this so one. we went when we went to see Hereditary. Um, I stopped. They got McDonald's on the way, and like I get it out of the car, and Justin's in his car eating Wendy's, and then we go in the did movie you, theater. You guys make two stops. Well, no, just, just no. Justin met us at the oh, movie okay. theater, so he's in his car eating Wendy's, and then we go inside of the theater, and I sit down next to Justin, and he's watching me, and I reach into the, the zipper pocket on my sweatpants, and I pull out a McChicken, and then the other pocket fries. <laughs> I was I brought him into the movies. I want to judge you, but I would do the you same. Would, of course, you would. What, after we were finished recording one of our shows, I think it was the Grow How episode, I stopped at the McDonald's in yes. our town around the corner. And you know how, you know, it's so poorly run that McDonald's? Not anymore. Like, it, it's, you know what? It's better. It is better. But it's still... Um, of course, compared to re- like a normal McDonald's and not a West Mumford one. So I ordered a McChicken, which I very rarely get. I was like, oh, I'm in the mood for a McChicken. And they said, okay, it's not ready yet. I'm like, I'm ordering one thing. How's it's it not the, ready? It's not even a real chicken patty. Just fucking throw it on the exactly. hot asphalt for a minute. So I go park... <laughs> Guy comes out 10 minutes later. I listened to the top of an inning, the bottom of an inning, and the top of another inning of a Yankee game. 
Severino was pitching, so they were quick innings, but still. <laughs> that the guy that, walks out, hands me it. It's not even in a bag. Literally, just hands me the sandwich. Now, granted, I only ordered one thing, so I get <laughs> It'd it. It'd be great if it wasn't wrapped. <laughs> <laughs> a bite's taken out of it. <laughs> he and take- he goes. Hi, I'm Randy. Thank you for your service. And he walked Thank off. Thank you for your then service. Then he took two steps, turned around, and he said, what's your name? And I said, Ralph. And he goes, looks at me like a movie, winks, and goes, thank you for shopping at McDonald's. He did it like Clint Eastwood. He I pointed at, at you. I sandwich, and I went, what did he do with the sandwich? But I was so hungry, I just convinced you, myself. You really was, didn't care. No. Um, all right, so I'm glad. We, uh, I do want you to, um, I, I think for next week, what I want you to ha- get for me, because I think you're the right person for this, yeah. um, your top 10 fast food items. I have to bring them here? Uh, no, no. Just rank them for me. Oh, I can do um, that by the end of the show. I, I want it for next week. I, 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 want, I want an in-depth explanation. You know what I'll do? I will write up a thesis. A thesis. A thesis. Okay, cool. That's not um, what a thesis is, by the way. Now, before we go into our next Your picks, uh, I, wa- I think we should do our picks before we bring our guest in. Um, but beyond yeah. that, there was one other thing I wanted to bring up. It might have been one more thing. Maybe two. Let me see. Okay, this is my last thing. Um, Watchmen. Watchmen. Yeah. Watchmen. So I watched that the other night as well. Maria hates Watchmen. I'll tell you, man. I The first time I saw the theater, I liked it, but I didn't know how much I liked it. And it was one of the more times I saw it, I liked it more and more. And when I watched it like two nights ago for the first time in probably three years, it, and I watched uh, Zack Snyder's Ultimate Cut, which is like three, three hours and 15 minutes or whatever... It's really not that good of a movie. It's very, very uneven. Um, uh, I looked up exactly. If you took out the slow motion from it, it's 23 minutes shorter. There's scenes that are just pointless. and have, Every action scene has to have slow motion. It's a Zack Snyder That was stable. really big at that time, too, though. But it's but he does it in... He, Man, oh, yeah, he that's does what it more he's than notori- In 300, that's what he's notorious for. Um, some of the acting, the the girl that plays Silk, uh, the new Silk, Spe- or Silk Spectre, she's terrible, Malin, whatever her I name need is. To, I've only watched it once, and, and I didn't the care guy that, for it. The but, guy that plays um, Night Owl, who I think is a really good actor, Patrick Wilson, is horrible in it. The guy that plays Hor- um, Horshack, uh, Jackie Earl Haley, fantastic, very underrated actor. The guy that plays Dr. Manhattan, very good. Do you think part of the issue with that movie, and I, I don't think this is the entire problem with it, but part of it is the graphic novel, and mm-hmm. I'm calling it a graphic novel, yeah, of course. is such an iconic, beloved, almost like it's sacrilege to say anything against it. It's of course. so highly regarded that unless that movie was perfect, and I'm saying it's an imperfect movie, I'm just kind of playing devil's advocate. That it was whatever he produced was not going to be good enough. No, I don't think that's the case. I think it was just a very poor director taking um, stuff that did work. Um, but you also, like I said, the casting was a big part of it. Like do you two think of the, the main characters driving the main storyline in Silk Spectre and Night Owl were terrible. Do you think the non-director's cut is better? Because so, very rarely mm. the the regular theatrical I feel, cuts. Better. I feel the same way about both of them. Honestly, um, I think think of some cut. of the best things about the movie are the soundtrack, um, the use of music to tell the story. I thought that was. I don't give Zack Snyder much credit for his ability to tell a story with direction, but um, with the music, he did it very well. But like the guy, like I said, the guy who's the the villain, um, Osmodeus or whatever his name is, um, the smartest man in the world. He was terrible. The comedian was great. Um, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, he was great. So it, it just, I still like. There's some things I really like about the movie, but it's very uneven. By the time it gets to the end, it's so anticlimactic because of the buildup. The ending is terribly anticlimactic. It makes me really nervous because. I'm not a. We've established it every episode. I'm not a comic guy. Yeah. There's one comic book though that I absolutely love. What's that? The Sandman. Yeah. I think the Sandman is Sandman's awesome. It's beautiful. I think it's the only that could be considered like a novel in the genre, even more than Watchmen, um, which is Watchmen's great too. I love Watchmen as well, yeah. but I think Sandman's kind of the pinnacle. And I'm so nervous that they're going to do a live action version of it. Like, 
they're probably going to. I, they just gonna, cast Jared Leto to play the the vampire from the fuck Marvel it up. universe. They're going to fuck well, it up. Well, this is where I'm a little excited with Watchmen um, because it's being produced as an HBO show now, and it's um, it's being made by Damon Lindelof, who made The Leftovers, which you know I really like. I think it works so much well, better. And this in a is the thing: um, Jeffrey Irons was just cast as the lead. Don't know who he's playing. It's not going to necessarily follow the storyline, the story arc of the comics, but it's going to take place in the world of the comics with the characters that were secondary characters. That might be great. And it takes place in 1997 when the heroes started being outlawed. Um, so that can end up being really cool, and it will bring in your other characters. It'll bring in um, Doctor Manhattan. It'll bring in the comedian. Um, it's so I think that's going to end up being a lot cooler that it's not confined to the arc of the comic and having to put a different twist on it. Like the twist in the movie was significantly different than the twist in the the, the comic. In the movie, uh, in the book, I'd and, watch that. I think that's yeah, I, I think and uh, I like I said, I love the leftover, so I trust this guy. So I'm very excited to see how that goes. Um, real quick, going back to Sandman. Yeah. I think Sandman's version of death is the greatest in any form of media. Yeah, a, like would... a pretty like goth girl. It's completely out of left field. They nailed it. She's likable. She. I think that was probably my favorite character in any comic book ever. I, I could I could agree with that. Um, so um, I'm I'm like I said I am looking forward to the Watchmen thing. Actually, before we do our picks, there was a couple other things. I, there was something I saw yesterday that I saw on Facebook and it just made me really mad. Real quick, I actually can go I do for a story. Go for it. Go for it. So um, I read the story literally last night while I was falling asleep. It um, uh, came up on my Facebook news feed, and I was like, I need to bring this to the show. Um, have you heard this, um, Master Skip? No. Okay. Um, is this my homework assignment? No, no, no. This isn't a homework assignment. Uh, Skip Chasey, um, he's a top deal maker in Hollywood. He's worked on shows such as 24 uh, and Arrested Development. Um, Parenthood as well. Skip Chasey is also known as Master Skip in the S&M community and has held 250 seminars on safe um, bondage and uh, master pup play. So was, was he nice when you met him? <laughs> <laughs> Skip Chasey was uh, investigated for murder because in November of this year, this high-ranking executive had his partner um, wrapped up in cellophane and accidentally suffocated him during a P PDSM. Wow. But he, he, just go got a, he just got acquitted. They said there was no evidence that it was a murder. And he's, he keeping, he's keeping his job. Wow, twenty four arrested developments keeping Master Skip on board. So you can, so in Hollywood here, you can keep your job for murder, accidental murder, accidental. It, was, murder. it, it wasn't manslaughter. They said it was completely accidental. So well, wow, Janoris Jenkins should call that guy up and <laughs> <laughs> meet my brother. Um, his uh, company, which uh, let me see what the company's name is. Hold on, hold on. Uh, William Morris. Um, the statement from William Morris is. While we were aware of the circumstance surrounding this personal matter... <laughs> it's a personal... Yes. It's not like he had a fucking hangnail. We understand that the police file is closed and no charges were brought. If other facts develop, we will reevaluate the situation and determine when appropriate action is to be taken, uh, William Moore said in a statement. Master Skip got a freebie. <laughs> he got a, Everyone should have one freebie when it comes to accidentally killing By someone. the way, Master Skip... They must have based the character Tobias off of him because they look exactly the same. Uh, that's awesome. Um, so the other thing I had for you before we go into our picks is I, this infuriated me when I saw it. Sure. It's a news article, and the headline says, 
crows are as smart as seven-year-old humans. I believe it. Okay, why am I impressed by that? A seven-year-old's a fucking idiot. I'm not impressed by a seven-year-old. And what is a crow going to do with a seven-year-old's intelligence? It's still a fucking bird. Why is that? Why is that a news story? Are we doing the crow thing? You want to do the crow thing? What do you mean the crow thing? Th- this, this. You want well, to do the what's crow? the thing? Yeah, do the fucking thing. Do the is bit. Is it just an excuse for you to yell? Or do you no, want to actually talk about I, crow? No, I want to when... know why that's a news story. Why a crow being as smart as a seven-year-old... A seven-year-old's a moron. A seven-year-old can do basic math. When's the last time a golden retriever said two okay, plus two is five? Okay, that, that, that's, that's great. They didn't say it's the brain of a seven-year-old. It said that's smart. It doesn't mean it can understand fucking math. What is a crow going to do with the intelligence of a seven-year-old human? Under any circumstance. Crows remember faces. Crows leave. They um. They. Uh, but they can't know food. to get out of the way of the road when I'm fucking driving by and they're eating roadkill. Well, they need to get their food somehow. No, exactly. They don't have so, currency. So being as smart as a seven year old, you know what it tells me? It's still pretty fucking stupid. Because I can outsmart okay. a seven year old almost any seven year old. Seven, I would hope so. <laughs> That's why I said almost. Um, <laughs> There's nothing the, impressive okay. about that. If a, a seven year old's without their parents, I guarantee within. Weeks, weeks, hours, they will be on the road eating roadkill. Seven-year-olds are only... Or in my basement. (laughs) Every goddamn week. (laughs) With the kid jokes. Every fucking week. (laughs) And, and, And then we're... We're really heating up, Ralph. Look at the numbers. Maybe we can get a sponsor. And then there's another kid touching joke. <laughs> oh, whoa, 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 whoa. I oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I you're, you're right. You're Accidental right. manslaughter. <laughs> Master Skip. But I, Master <laughs> Skip actually killed a crow. <laughs> Let's just, a seven-year-old crow. A seven-year-old, is a seven-year-old crow smarter than... A seven-year-old boy. How do crows leave, live. I don't know. I because I see him dead on the road all the time. No, they uh, eat dead things. They, yeah, and that, like I said, a seven-year-old would be smart enough crow, to get out of the way of a, a car. A crow remembering someone's face is very impressive. Dolphins don't even do that. Why is it impressive? And what do we like? If we had a conversation with the crow, where he's like, "Oh, James, I remember you from summer school." I'm taking the topic from Shut Ken, up from the show with Ken, where I said that I think um, yeah, crows are going to rule. No, they're, they're not. They're the successors. They're not going to rule because a seven-year-old wouldn't rule. A seven-year-old child is a fucking idiot. Wait, what was the guy's name in the Minority t- Report? Was his name Crow? Leo Crow. Leo yeah. Crow. Listen, Leo Crow smarter I, than a seven-year-old. I am smarter than any seventh grade. Seventh grader. I maybe. I'm pushing it there. Any seven-year-old. I am. You thought the name sm- of the album was uh, All Hours? Well, and then like whoa, the whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> All Hour symbols. <laughs> but wait, 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 I am smarter than any seven-year-old alive. And no, also, no, 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 no. I don't believe no, it. No, I'm 100% sure on no, this. Can Fine. you do give a me, Rubik's Cube? Give me a 90, 90%. I saw, I saw a kid who had to be five do a Rubik's Cube. And that, that, kid, that same kid went home, stuck his finger in his asshole, and then put it in his mouth. So he's not that smart. Again, that's a wash compared to you. <laughs> yeah, true. But not only are they stupid, there's not a seven-year-old alive that could, I could I could not beat in a fight. I could beat any seven-year-old in a fight easily. At least... If one of the even give me like multiple seven year olds and I'll fight all of them at once and I'll that, kick the Ron, shit out of them. That's Ron Fesbit. How many nine year olds could you fight? I could. Uh, oh, nine year olds, you're pushing it. Maybe four. Anything more than four, oh. I would be pushing it. Well, they're coming one at a time. Are they? Coming, oh, one at a time. Are they marching or four? I'm gonna grab each fucking nine year old and I'm just gonna push their head back and bite. Their I, throat I don't. Out. I don't want to do this bit because Ron uh, Ron Fez did it so perfectly. Like, yeah, you it, can't really talk. It's it. like a cover of the Beatles. So can you disagree with me that being like if if you if no, I, told, I think if it's I told very you, interesting. Oh, our next guest, Michaela, is. As smart as a seven-year-old, what would you say? I'd say I feel bad for Michaela. Yeah, because she's clearly brain damaged. She's not a so crow. We're celebrating. <laughs> so we're celebrating that a crow is as smart as a moron. Yes. Yeah, that's not impressive to me. Crows are stupid. Birds are stupid. I don't like them. I hope you have a the bird situation tonight. You're walking to your car and they just peck your eyes out. 
I hope that too. Your, and you're and you fall. You're found with your stupid glasses. And I'm wearing a hat. And my hat blows away. Your hat blows away. <laughs> and then right. and then a seven year old runs up and kicks your stupid eyeless head <laughs> and goes, "I win." <laughs> All right, let's let's, let's go, go to our break. picks. Oh, no, let's do our picks because I want to just jump into our our guest. Do you want to go first, or you want me? To um, go I'll go first. All right. Um, so I'm gonna throw you a curveball. Oh, um, no. I think for our specialty of uh, ep- episode ten, not only are we having our wait, first, can I, wait, is our tenth episode? You're, you you opened it with that. Yeah. Get, hey, can you please put it, Don't tell anyone and edit this out, but put a sound a clown a clapping sound over this, but just edit out this no, part. No, no, no. This is. All right, so for episode 10... All right, we get it's it. It's 10th episode! Are you done? Not yet. I think everyone just turned off the show. Simultaneously, I'm going to look at like the analytics, and it's going to tell me the exact moment people stop listening. Well, you would think after eight episodes, they would know by now. <laughs> that you're an ass? Yeah. Um, so we've, I think... We've done eight episodes, right? Tenth episode. Ten! Okay, I'm done. <laughs> so for the tenth episode, um, I want to mix it up. I'm going to give you an album. No! And you're going to give me a movie. What? Yes. That's how you we're going to... You listen, I watch? Um, no, it's still you watch, I listen, but on the, the banners, I'm just going to switch where we usually are. Usually I'm on the right and you're on the left. So, um, actually, I kind of did that on this banner this week, so... No, no, I'm on the left, clearly. <laughs> yeah, yes, forward. that's true. You're on the left. Uh, you're alt-left. <laughs> what is alt- Oh, I guess that's Antifa would be alt-left. Uh, I get, I, they're, they're morons. Um, so, the album I'm going to give you... Because Antifa's run by crows. <laughs> Leo Crow. <laughs> Leo Crow. <laughs> so I'm going to give you an album that I guarantee you've never heard, and most people haven't heard besides a few of my uh, inside K1 guys. The Bobo Not KY. EP? No. This, uh, you might want to write this down. The band is 123. That's 1, 2, 3. The 123 Kid? No, not the 123 Kid. And the album is called Big Weather. Okay? So this is not a band I would normally necessarily be into. Um, so I'm a little biased because I actually am friends with the drummer. Um, this band has been pretty successful. Their music has been um, was on a, a, a commercial for The Walking Dead this past year. Um, it's been on uh, NFL commercials before. They've been on a bunch of CW shows. Uh, they're not together anymore because the lead singer joined some kind of cult out in California. So you know he's a little strange. Um, so it's called Big Weather. It's I like ver- my lead singers in cults. I think well, you get when, better when work. I was listening to Ye Sayer, there were some things that kind of reminded me of 123, except 123 involves much more singing, but it's a little weird. Um, the whole al- concept of this album and Josh, Josh uh, Joshua Sickles is the name of the drummer. He might correct me here, but um, the concept of the album is like uh, the end of the world and different types of Armageddon scenarios. Um, there's a, the, my favorite okay, song. Wait, wait, wait. So let me get this straight. Mm-hmm. Lead singer is in a cult. Yes, in California. In California, writes music about the end of the world. I think this has been done before. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's Charles Manson. <laughs> Um, so the the song, my favorite song on the album, it's called uh, "When the Levy Broke at the County Fair." Um, that so highlight that one. It is um, it's an hour and a half album. It's like twenty seven songs. Is it a double um, album? Um, on I on Spotify, it would not be a double album. If you bought the album, it was a double album, but it doesn't present as a double album. Oh, I'll, I'll, it does not. Know, pre- it, I promise you, it does not present as well, a double I'll, album. It's a concept I'll album. I'll be fair. Um, I don't particularly care for double albums, but I also. This is the first time I'm doing it in this role, yeah. so I'll do my best to be... Um, yeah, I like, like I said, it does fair. not present as a double album, because some of the songs are really short. Um, there's definitely some of that. There, there are things on the album I don't like, but I wanted to give you something a little weird that I actually think, listening to some of the shit you've presented me, that you might like. Um, I very rarely get an album where I just completely reject it and hate it. Like, even stuff I don't like, I'll be like, I get you it. You get it, yeah. yeah. Uh, not like me. 
Um, and uh, again, the the band is called One Two Three. The album is Big Weather. Uh, the drummer is a good friend of mine, Josh Sickles. He actually now runs um, a highly rated and very successful. He opened up his own pizza place in Pittsburgh, where it's like New York style pizza in Pittsburgh. Um, so if you're anywhere near Pittsburgh, Kentucky, uh, Cincinnati, go to Rockaway Pizzeria. Um, tell them that you watch, I listen, Dan sent you, um, and maybe Joshua will hook you up. So uh, your album is Big Weather by One Two Three. All right. Well, you uh, you put me on the spot here, so I, I'm, I'm supposed to give you a movie. I yes. Need to, I need to think of one. Um, have you ever heard of? The, okay, I got a movie for you. Um, it's a movie called Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard of it. Um, okay, so. I'm going to give a movie only because I know that you haven't seen it. Okay. Um, I haven't seen it in a while because, again, uh, I wasn't planning on doing this. Um, it's a documentary. Is that all right? Can yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I'm fine with that. It's called An Honest Liar. An Honest Liar. What's it about? So um, it's about James Randi, who is a well-known skeptic. Um, he's a magician, and he's very big into the... Um, is this, a, is a, this the mass magician? It's a, it's a mass magician. <laughs> By on. the way, there is nothing better when you can't find something to watch in the mass magician. <laughs> I've, I've... You know what? Our next segment, I'm going to bring up Mass Magician, because that is a guilty fucking <laughs> right, pleasure. So, so he, he's a skeptic of magic? He, or? Um, not a magic, but of... Um, um, Wizardry? Telemundo. Uh, Telemundo. Um, <laughs> he doesn't believe it. It's a Telemundo skeptic. Um, like you know, guys like uh, Uri Geller who yeah. do like bending. The, he he works actively to discredit them. Okay. And it goes through his life how he um, got into that. He's the mentor to my personal like heroes, Penn and Teller. Okay. So they got a lot of their philosophy, their libertarian worldview from this guy. Okay. How to critically think. Um, but he also has a fascinating personal life, which only came out when this documentary was made. Like, nothing was really known about him personally. It's one of the best documentaries I've ever had. I'm a little biased because I love this guy, like James Randi. Um, okay. Where I, is it? Do you know if it's on Netflix? Or it was it on down? Netflix. Um, you can easily find it, I'm well, sure. I'm going to go not, ahead and just download it to my the server yeah, right now. I'm pretty sure. But um, great movie. I think it's fascinating. A lot of for a guy that I knew a lot of, I got a lot of stuff I didn't know out of it, which I think is um that's a mark of a good documentary that it you know goes. I was hoping you're gonna give me some Michael Moore documentary. <laughs> Michael Moore made this movie. Yeah, exactly. It's called Bowling for uh, Honest Liar. B- bowling for magic. <laughs> bowling for the mass magician. I, was gonna, I um I was I was thinking of another movie just now that I just know you would hate because I hated this it? movie. Nah, uh, we'll right. save it for another time. Okay. All right, so again, the picks this week are 123's album, Big Weather, and the documentary, and Honest Liar. We mixed it up this week where I'm giving Ralph music and he's giving me a movie. I uh, watch you listen. You watch uh, I listen. What's the name of our show? I still think it's I listen to you watch. Listen, watch and, I you. Yeah, exactly. Um, watch, listen, you I. <laughs> All right, so. Wait, real quick, before we go to go um, our, uh, our quick, guest, our, I do want to thank, uh, we have a new logo. Yes, uh, we got to thank the fiance. The fiance um, on a really much, cool logo. As much as I would like to beat her up, um, uh, metaphorically. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow, you're being a real social she, uh, justice warrior again. Uh, would I be a social justice? Because I'm not beating her. I, yes, I, I, because I, you I, won't you know, beat her up. It's all confusing. Now. Yeah, <laughs> if you don't beat um, up your she did it. Significant other. She kind of surprised, justice. saying, "Hey, you guys need a le- uh, logo." Um, Dan doesn't know what the fuck he's doing with the photoshops. Yeah, her exact words. Um, no, but um, she made it by scratch. It's awesome. 
Um, yeah, I couldn't do anything like that. Mine are just um, literally throwing like, things off. She did it in 10 minutes. She gave us different versions, let us choose which one we liked. So um, if you need any things, um, she does uh, do it on the side, um, freelance um, vectors. So you can reach out to us if you we, have anything you reach want, out to us and, and we'll I'll, put you in touch with her. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you can email us at uhilistenpodcast at gmail.com or it's just called, go right to our website. Yeah, go to our, I have a Twitter, too, so tweet to me. I'm still learning it. He's still, it's Ralph Y-W-I-L. <laughs> Um, and you can find me at Jersey Pros, our Twitter account. You watch, I listen. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Come back with our guest, Michaela. Peace. All right, and we're back. And um, we have our, our very first uh, female guest. Hi, Michaela. How are you? Hi, guys. How are you? How have you been? I mean, I see you every weekend anyway. I know. This is my Saturday morning routine. Why, why were you so nervous about coming on our show? I just don't want to be the butt of your jokes. Okay, first off, Michaela, when have I ever done that to you? Almost all the time. I can't think of one. You need to speak more into the microphone, too. I know you love your coffee, but... <laughs> yeah, the closer the better. <laughs> the okay. clo- yeah, is this look, good? Yeah, now yeah. You, you look, look like... You look like a stand-up comic. You, you, exactly. You look like... Well, you, you've told me that you uh, interview yourself before, so this should be pretty... Yeah, second. I talk to myself a lot. What are your own interviews like? <laughs> like, what do you talk to yourself about? Uh, you know, I kind of just process situations by speaking about them out loud to myself. Can you speak about speak. them closer to the mic? <laughs> and a little bit... Still? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk like you're talking Here, outside. You, look at, if you look at that screen, it shows how like loud you are so like whoa, 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 whoa. it goes Hello. up and then back here. You yeah you see hello see now now you no, that's good so you interview yourself about your own life situations yeah do, do you look at the mirror like boogie nights i mean when i was a kid <laughs> i used to look in the mirror when i did it did you act like you had a microphone the whole time <laughs> no i acted like i was mic'd like wait, you had like a wireless or a mic like yes of course that just seems like semantics <laughs> but you still do it. Is it like therapeutic for you Yes, it's how I process things. Okay, I guess it makes sense. You're verbalizing it out loud. Now, what would you? When's the last time you did this while you were in? Because it's in the car when you're doing it, correct? Yeah, I have like and, a long commute. So okay, that's what I so do. when's the last time you did it? I don't know. My last commute was on Thursday. And did you do it? Yes. What did you speak about? Because this will be something do we can dive right into. Do you literally go like, Michaela? What are you doing today? I don't know, Michaela. Well, no, Michaela no. also has an assistant, uh, an imaginary Victoria. Assi- Victoria, an imaginary assistant. This is getting way too confusing. This is, this is like uh, turning into a <laughs> psychotherapy session. It is. Yeah. Is that why you were afraid that I was going to start picking you apart? Um, no, things? I just know that you're good at doing that. So. Well, I know, and it, it, you love and hate it at the same he time. Really is. A I piece make. Of I make shit. her. I make He's her, a true piece of shit. I make her think about it more. Uh, whatever she's thinking, because she only wants to hear her one side of things, and then she has to hear the the douchebag side. I'm not sure of it. if that's what it is. Oh, of course. In that your what own it is. head, I think that's what you think. No, it is. you definitely only want to hear your side of it. You know that, and I know that, and that's why you think I'm an asshole because I'm telling you the side you don't want to no, hear. You are an asshole. You know, okay, I, I might be an asshole. I'm not. Shocked that she had concerns coming onto the show. It's going so great. <laughs> I'm not a dishonest asshole, though. So, what did you talk to yourself about in your interview? And did Victoria set up this interview for you? No, I tell Victoria what to do. She's my assistant. Okay, so what did you tell Victoria to do recently? Because <laughs> you're never going to have a real assistant. <laughs> wait, 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 how are you going to fire Victoria wait, wait, when you get a real one? Wait, wait. I like how we're just glossing over the imaginary assistant. <laughs> like, I, yeah, you're right. So, what, when did the. How old were you when you. Hired. Oh my god, the assistant. I was in college when she came into it. What? Stop. I feel like I'm on like a beautiful mind. I feel like I'm a schizo. You you might be, okay. I mean, except you, there's nothing beautiful about what? your mind. What's disturbing? <laughs> what, what's her name? Veronica? Victor- Victoria. Victoria. What does Victoria, does Victoria like look like? Like, is she a voice in your head? I have no idea what she looks what like. What do you pay her? <laughs> she gets a really Emotional good salary. Emotional damaging. And I'm really hard on her. You, 
you're hard on an imaginary friend. <laughs> I feel like you're slowly breaking down your own psyche, and that's how it's getting. Do so you ever? Do you ever have an imaginary accountant? Do you ever help Victoria out, or is she just there, like? For you, she's literally just doing things for me well, all the time. Where's Victoria got a? <laughs> did she get a raise? So she's been she's been hired by you for about ten years now. Oh my god, you're taking this so seriously. I just think about the way I would talk to my assistant if I had one. Well, if you think we're taking it seriously, I highly recommend you never go to therapy <laughs> because <laughs> they're going to take it very seriously. But well, uh... I, I do get the concept of it being like therapeutic to an extent. Talk because that's a lot of people talk out loud what your thoughts are. That what what are your therapies? What was your you most... know? I always had a really good imagination. Like as a kid, I you did a lot do. of imagination play. You imagine a lot of things going much differently than they do. <laughs> she in your imagined own life. an entire show that you found. <laughs> we actually don't exist. <laughs> so, um, it, speaking. So as far as your imagination, I you know the thing that we always debate about is um your your own relationship. So yeah, they're I, quite they're, comical. They're interesting to say the least. So what was your last relationship? Define relationship. Well, that's I have I have two different. Actually, a two part question. What was your last relationship? What was your last serious relationship? My last serious relationship was a year ago. Okay, a year ago, and how long was that relationship? Two years. Two years. Yeah. And what, what was there any positives that came from it? Positives that came from our relationship. Um. You have a dog. I have a dog. He's really cute. You have a dog. It's a uh, custody it's battle a love dog. Child. Yeah, we share custody still, which is a ridiculous <laughs> that, I, thing. I, that thing. Get that. I bet that's got to be fucking hard. To... When my when my fiance broke up with her um, last and clearly superior boyfriend, um, <laughs> she um, she they had uh, two dogs and like she routinely complains about how like she misses the dog. She yeah, wish she got one of them. That's like, always the worst part of any relationship ending is that you can't see that pet anymore. I told her I'm not getting yeah. a dog for that reason when it goes south. <laughs> Not if it goes south. Honestly, don't have a dog until you're like married and like sitting at home all the time. Take it from someone that did the opposite. You have the kid and then the dog, right? Yeah, you have the kid then the dog. Absolutely, because you know a dog requires you to like sit at home a lot. I mean, what? What's as a baby? No, kids have no needs. Yeah, like, that's true. Just like, they, they no, turn that's seven, what I'm saying. Like, until really your goes, life is I, settled like, in it, that way. That's true. And if you have a kid and it's annoying you, you just put them in the fucking car for a few hours. You exactly. crack a window and they're fine. Yeah, they'll be fine. So while that was your last re- serious relationship, you've had relationships since then. Let's be let's be honest here. Let's be honest. So let's not call them relationships. <laughs> well, no, you have to call them relationships because you got angry about the other person. Correct. Well, they're extracurriculars do besides their, you. Does Do their lives affect mine? Yes. Would I consider it a relationship? No. Okay. How long did this um, not relationship relationship last, this most recent one? The most recent one has only been happening for a little bit, but the, the one, one before that, the one that I think that you were wanting bit. to talk about, went on for about nine months. Nine months. No, and what? No, let's not. Let's say um, a year. A year. Okay. Well, it's definitely a year because you're talking about going to where he lives now and seeing him, correct? Correct. Um, now, his situation's a pretty pretty unique one. Why don't you um, expand upon that for us? Because I don't think it's my place to say what this was and <laughs> why it didn't work. <laughs> you know, he has a lot of uh, baggage, <laughs> is that, to say. It, it baggage is how many kids? <laughs> he has nine children. With how oh. many different women? Four. <laughs> Four. Oh, that's a good ratio. And what are the ages of the children? They range from like three months to... 16. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Yeah. Like oh. most people Truly would... unbelievable. He thinks it's normal. He has baggage, but does he have an imaginary assistant? <laughs> no, he, he needs a, one. He has an imaginary babysitter. <laughs> <laughs> so, he had 11. <laughs> so I, I've been around some of the drama involved with this guy. What are we going to call him here? Is we just going to call him by his name? Or are we going to call him Maurice? 
Uh, that's actually one of his kids' names. All right, we're going to call him Maurice. Um, so, uh, you have nine kids, four different women. How old was he compared to you at 29? Uh, he's 36. 36. And, yeah, that's not that bad. Um, what did he do for work again? Well, when we first met, he was a drug dealer, but I changed that really quick. Oh, what kind of drug dealer? Cocaine. Cocaine. You know. Oh, the typical kind of oh, stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's I, I did, my, a drug. my favorite incident with this one, <laughs> and then I want to go into the recent current one that's happening. Um, was she was Michaela was here and she was freaking out because Maurice st- was apparently seeing some woman who was how old? Oh, she's decrepit. She's really old. Like we're talking, Ralph. We're talking. When like, you said she, how old, I'm like, oh no, is this going to be illegal? And then no, it was the complete no, like, other end of like sixties, oh. like in her sixties. Basically, he was paying her phone. He, she was paying his phone bill for sex, probably. So he, I, she was here on the phone with him, and I'm feeding her lines. I'm like, ask him to ask him how old she, or ask her what the Great Depression was like. <laughs> <laughs> ask her what time a uh, happy hour is. A- ask her what, what um what it was like when the Titanic. The sunk. Dust Bowl. Yeah, like we like all a lot of. She was shit. saying all this horrible stuff, and I'm just in the back feeding her lines the whole time. You know what? What I will say about him is like this is a positive that's come from this. I have never dealt with anyone who has let me say whatever I want to them, and then they still like me. Like I said, really fucked up shit. I guarantee to him. you, most of your friends feel that way. <laughs> <laughs> so, so obviously, um, now I'm going to be a little fair with Maurice here because the landlord met him and said he was a nice guy, and I'm he sure he's a really nice I'm sure guy. he's a nice guy, but he clearly just doesn't understand how life works I absolutely think. has no I- concept of reality okay. at all so you, you've moved on from that for the most part sort of. and um but, but in your line of work you you work um at one job where it's like a marketing company and the other one is you're a bartender so you, i'm on a video team not a marketing so it's a video marketing team excuse me whatever we you fucking you probably should have a real assistant there and fire your fake one <laughs> i am the assistant um, actually <laughs> so <laughs> exactly you are the assistant so wait so, wait do you outsource your work to <laughs> your victoria <laughs> i'm like victoria go do that <laughs> Yeah, Victoria. Take care of that. I, I don't got have busy, time. I got busy work to do. I, I, I don't have chain time. smokes. Yeah. <laughs> so as, as a bartender, obviously the the prospects for finding someone you can go out with are much higher. I would imagine. How where, you, where how, did how you, you meet Maurice? Yeah, where did? Yeah, well, that's so a this good, is that's a good you know question, what? It's Ralph. actually a love story. The night we met. Oh. So Dan had gotten me tickets to see Coldplay after my recent breakup. Right. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it was. I was, after. So I was he, in he the hawked, pits. He hawked tickets so to you in her moment of weakness. No, so she saw Coldplay, and that put her at her lowest point that she wanted to. Date. No, wait. So <laughs> she used Code Dan so the, ten no, no. and saved fifteen percent. So the, yeah, exactly. So Dan got me and keep, me and the landlord tickets. Oh, good save, I know, Michaela. I know, I know. Got uh, us tickets to see Coldplay, and it was like part of my healing process, you know. And then it's part of my death process. <laughs> so then, you know, a few nights later, I went to karaoke after I went to yoga. I was like, I'm going to go have a glass of wine and go to karaoke. And I walked just in, one glass. And there was this enormous black man. He's enormous. And, <laughs> and he was singing uh, something just like this by Coldplay. And that was and that was it's you. A sign. <laughs> it was a sign. She from saw above. the sign. <laughs> and then I like it's a base reference. Yeah. Got it. So what? So he was singing Coldplay. Was he good? Yeah, he's really good. Or did you just think he was cute? No, he was really good at singing. He's okay. really good at karaoke. Aww, so did you initiate? So did you initiate talking to him, or did you? I literally said to him, "Do you want to make out with me?" <laughs> and he thought I was kidding. And then he you started like, making out with him. No, he was like, "Are you drunk?" And I was like, "No." And he was like, "Are you being sarcastic?" And I was like, "No." And he was like, okay. And then, but and then, I was like, you don't have to if you don't then, want to. And then nine months later. I gave him an option. <laughs> well, the other the other great thing that I completely forgot about, after the old lady incident, it turned out that uh, Maurice 
was also in the process of having, I guess, what was is ultimately his ninth child, correct? So that's this is that was really the <laughs> kicker. I mean, there was a lot of drama with him. There was constant drama. Uh, he's a very highly emotional person, which like leads was, to a, a lot of toxic. Yeah, stuff. who would have thought someone that got your name tattooed on his forearm is a little emotional? What? In the middle of an argument, yeah. He got her name. In the middle of the argument? He's, he just like, started... I was like, I don't want to talk to you anymore. You're a psycho. He went and got her name, Michaela, tattooed on his forearm. The only tattoo he has. I, I, I'm, I'm gonna, this, is, this is a first. I'm at a loss of words. Yeah. yeah. Uh, when she... It was terrifying. I almost got a restraining order. I was terrified. Yeah, but then you're going to go see him when he's in. And then I, and then I like got over that real quick. So anyway, so the, the other so for nine months, we had this very intimate relationship. It was very It was healing. mostly a sexual relationship. Right. For me. For yeah. him, no. He he was very much Wait, in how love. how could it be sexual? Oh, okay. I was like, how is sexual, sexual healing you, but him sexual no, healing? No, for me, it was like <laughs> Like, a, was he not involved? So like, we had this very <laughs> intimate relationship for, for nine months, and then... Um, all of a sudden, he was like, I'm going to move out of town, blah, 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 blah. I was like, okay. He's like, I want something more than this. You don't want anything serious. I was like, okay, go ahead, go ahead. And then I saw his boss, and I said, how is Mo- Ooh, Maurice doing? <laughs> Whatever. And they, he said, oh, um, his boss he's, living a with a, he's living with a woman named Liz. And I said, oh, Liz, I remember that. Like a woman <laughs> from his past. So I Googled her. And her baby registry came he's up. He's crazy. For a baby that was born on March 3rd. This is like March 17th. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, wait. You're doing the I, math. When I met him, he was living with her. And now nine months later, he moved in with her and she just had a baby. So it must be his baby, right? And when I called him on it, he told me I was nuts. <laughs> just like the old lady thing. And then he sent was... me a picture of the baby. <laughs> <laughs> and his dick. <laughs> so um, in that regard, you may have not picked a winner. Nice guy, but maybe not the right guy for you. Did you really want to be the Is... stepmom to nine kids? No, never. Did you want to be the stepmom to one kid? I never, I never had kid? any intent like that. Yeah, no, I'll, I will give you that. Did but... you ever meet the kids? No, I have talked to his oldest. You FaceTime with oh. him, right? Yeah. You FaceTime with him. Yeah. So you're done with you're done with Maurice. What are you on to? Who are you on to now? And how did that come about? So like Tinder dating <laughs> is the worst. I, don't I know. know you never let me play on your Tinder, and I have a high success rate using other people's Tinder. No, you don't. <laughs> I got Richie a date. <laughs> Richie, who has literally no game, uh, Colucci has a better chance of scoring a date than Richie does. Okay, okay. Let's not say things we can't take back. <laughs> True. So so <laughs> so the the current one is it from Tinder? Yeah, and he's like. He's so nice. How okay. many kids does he have? None. Okay, but he's so nice. But, but you say he's so nice. Okay, so this is but. the thing with him is that like I kind of knew I wasn't attracted to him. He was really nice. And he like kind of wasn't with it. Like he was like not on the ball, I would say. Right. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. And wait, by ball, wait. do you mean his brain doesn't work properly? No, he's just aloof. Aloof. No. Um, scatterbrain. No. Stupid. No. Dumb. Okay. Well, you no. Got okay. Okay. A stoner. Like, would a, would a crow, he's a stoner. But is would he, he like a, a stoner dumb? Would an IQ no. test between him and a crow, who would win? <laughs> who would win? Is He, he would win. Well, they, they the recent study that we just argued about is that they crows. determined that crows are, have the intelligence of a seven-year-old human. Be right, a crow. So here we go. Here we go. Ready? Okay. Brandon Lee. So um, I knew I, I knew I, uh, he finagled a date with me, and I, and, but above all, he's a massage therapist, and for me, that is a weighted pro it's an aphrodisiac a it natural is one. it's one of those things where it's like okay i can see past all of these negative qualities because you're a massage therapist 
That matters a lot to this, me. You know, we got into really the role. We have a beautiful relationship. When I'm g- g- judging a relationship, <laughs> I make a pro and con board. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how I determine my uh, con, true love. Con, HIV. <laughs> pro gives really good massages. Yeah. No. Uh, so anyway, so he... Um, but I'm not implying that guy has HIV, by the he way. He absolutely doesn't have HIV. <laughs> That's also exactly what you implied. <laughs> yeah, it's true. So. so anyway, so whatever. We go out on a date. I'm like, wow, this is so awkward. I can't believe I'm going to sit through a two-hour movie with him. And then I got a massage. What movie was it? Wait, so that one, we went to go to, to the drive-in and we saw a movie. I can't even tell you what it was. <laughs> okay. I really left. Were you just hooking up the whole time, though? I, I was getting a massage and it oh, was amazing. Nice. So then, So then, you know, massage. I was like, oh, I'm going to come over tomorrow night. I'm obsessed with you. So I... Went to his house and he's like, you know, I'm there for a reason. We knew what reason I was there for. And he's like, you want me to put on a movie? And I was like, yeah, put on a movie. And he put on Monsters Inc. <laughs> and then? Laughed hysterically like it was the first time he saw it and told me that he had watched it over 700 times. <laughs> and, okay, and then? And then what happened after? And then I got a massage. <laughs> and then? Um... What do you mean? And then what? What? What did the massage lead to? I might need to tap. <laughs> what I might the, need to tap. What did, what did the massage lead to, Michaela? Happy endings. Obviously. Happy en- okay, so you got off to Monsters Inc. That is, is the moral such of the story? A skewed way it, of no, well, it. I, no, I'm getting but, yes, the, but accurate. <laughs> yeah. Accurately, yes. What, what scene was it during? I, <laughs> that I, you peaked. Clearly not watching. But so anyway, so then it is. A so then I blew him off. I blew him off. Right. I blew him off after weeks Monsters and weeks and weeks. Inc. And then I got back from like a long trip overseas, and he was like, "Oh, I bet your travels were tough." Like, do you want a massage? Do you want a massage? Yeah. So I went over there. He's got the massage table Put set Monsters, up. Monsters University. He's, he's got <laughs> candles lit and like some weird Bob Marley playlist. Which is not what I want to listen to. And he put on the page master. (laughs) Or the Indian in the cupboard. So that's (laughs) the page master. (laughs) Indian in the cupboard. (laughs) Did you say Indian in the cupboard? (laughs) I would have actually enjoyed that a lot more than Monsters, Brave little toaster. Just her name in all these random fucking old movies. (laughs) What's the Rainforest movie? Fern Gully? (laughs) Fern Gully. Oh my God, I love Fern Gully. The Fox and the Hound. Fox and the Hound, I would sob the whole time. <laughs> sob sex? Yeah. So so what movie did he put on this time? Monsters no movie. Inc. No movie. Monsters Inc. again. Two hour full body massage. And Four ha- happy endings. Four, you had four happy endings? How yeah. many did he have? None. You didn't get him off? How is that fair? This is not the relationship. What does what does Victoria think about this? <laughs> yeah, what does Victoria think? Victoria she, really thinks that this is her best life. That, that living vicariously through you? Yeah, I have a private masseuse. It's great. <laughs> you have a private masseuse that you use for massages, orgasms, back. I don't, but you're he's also literally the sweetest guy. The implication here, you're not saying that he's... Um, he's really sweet. He's re- very you're, skilled. You're not saying that he's... Uh, del- Forrest Gump got it in. No, no, no. Oh, he's more tits. smooth than that. All right, I'm trying to think of like a comparable character here that you can go with, but I wish I could name people I'd... from high school because there's someone in particular. <laughs> Do it. I, who cares? What I if they see it? They're not going to know it's you, oh, Kayla. Real, real, real quick, real quick. Can you make idea. it rhyme? No, 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 no. I, I type it out. <laughs> I won't say it. I'm going to say it, it rhymes with cat fart. <laughs> Is that fair? Yes. Yes. Cat. Cat fart. Oh. <laughs> is that, I got it. Yes, I got it. he's a cat yeah. fart. Yeah, he's a cat fart. Okay. Yes, then you are dating someone that is, um, if they're not uh, uh, across the spectrum, they are the spectrum. Cat fart. <laughs> that is so funny. Can, can, we, can we stop doing the, the spectrum? Well, I, I I don't think we can. So, so what, are you done with the, the masseuse now? No, I adore him. Okay, but are you talking to any other? Are you, you're tindering, I guess. But yeah. you don't see you. you what every time Maurice. Every time Maurice is I'm going on to see him this week. 
And where where did your dates with Maurice usually take place? In anyway, a hotel. in a hotel. <laughs> where did you go to eat usually? Uh, we got takeout a lot. <laughs> got takeout a lot. Yeah, because you had to go to hotels and avoid I gang confrontation. I'm going to say this. Don't let Crowboy go. <laughs> stick with the get with <laughs> stick with Crowboy. Stick with Cat Fart Crow. <laughs> like, yeah, but on. I like legit lived in a hotel with Maurice for months. I know, and you brought the dog sometimes too. You got the dog involved in your <laughs> extramarital affair. He has nine kids that he sometimes sees honest, you have one. To be honest, he joined me at the dog park a few times, and he's the only person I've ever seen put a donation in the donation box. Who Cat Fart? No. Um, Ma- Maurice. Maurice. Okay, who do you, uh, who's smarter, Maurice or Cat Fart? I mean, Maurice has to be if he's... Let's say responsible. <laughs> well, Cat, Cat Fart, Fart is Cat responsible. Cat Fart is so responsible. Well, he that's why sometimes... Place, he so has, like, two jobs. Cat Fart may not ha- have a high IQ, but he's functioning it at least. It sounds like Cat he's Fart so actually sweet. is... He, 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 he tricked like you he, into a date. Do like, you think we would get along with him? Would we get along with Cat Fart? Yeah, I bet you know him, actually. Did he release an EP recently? He hangs recently? out with some chicks what, from town. What's his name? Tell me, just hey, tell me his name. Cat Fart. Here, type it up while we're... Yeah. No. No, type it up. I'm not going to say I think that you're actually friends on Facebook. Oh, I need to know then. I, I want going to say anything, but you could tell me off the air. I actually Hold on, I'll, I'll pull up a uh, Facebook. And... Yeah, no, I, I honestly just want to know because I can tell you. You actually, you you do know we're Facebook friends, don't you? Because you're such a Facebook creep. The fact of the point that you, I'm the biggest type, creep. Type, yeah, type what, the what name is, out enough. No, 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 yeah. I can't. You no, know, just, I won't just say. Tell, it. I, I literally don't know his last name. To just, be honest, just tell me off the air, and I'll tell you if I know him. But he's from. Um, we're not friends on. He's Facebook. from the same town you work in, correct? No. What is he from a town local then? Yes. Okay, you're gonna tell me off the air. Um, then I don't have to say it on here because I'm actually interested because. Obviously, as much as I love busting your balls, you're a good friend. So I, I, I try to stick up for you more often than not. Unless <laughs> it's to your, unless it's lie. to you. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. I, I won't stick up for you to your face, we'll say. So um, you're, you have the two jobs. You do the bartending and the video marketing. Um, where do you see your actual like career going? Uh, hopefully towards the uh, video department. Aren't you going to miss? Like, I just saw you counting out. Like, what did she have out there? Like, 250 How much was that in cash you were counting Who out Who knows there? how much it was. Like, you're, you're not going to miss just a straight up cash? No, I just want them to deposit in my bank account so I always know how much money I'm making and whatever. But you, I need something But you're stable. not going to miss that extra income from bartending? I mean, maybe I would keep, like, one day bartending. Or you, could also do, you can also get I love to bartend. Well, like, like, bartending at, like, weddings. Like, you did at uh, Keats. Like, that kind of thing. Like, you yeah. can always do stuff like that. There's always opportunities like that. Right. I mean, and, like, the just walk away with 150 to 200 bucks cash a night is kind of hard to to let go. Yeah, sometimes even more than that. If I had to pay, Saturday night, I'll, I'm sure you 400. put four or five hundred. I I don't understand how you do that. I would not have the patience to bartend because I'm at a bar and I'm miserable and I hate everyone around You're me. You're miserable everywhere you go, though. That, that's People true. Can in be pu- real jerks. in public situations. Um, I I really get like kind of I'm, I'm more miserable, especially at bars. I don't particularly care for. But you must get some nasty fucking clients at a because I've seen the bars. Uh, not the, the the bar you previously worked at especially you got some uh some characters that just like starting things to start them oh um, yeah the amount of fights and drama and attempted, drama. attempted rapes that probably have happened at your bars <laughs> attempted rapes, uh, maybe completed sure. rapes <laughs> who knows <laughs> um so so uh, <laughs> I, I, uh so um <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I, I, I want to get a um because like I said we're not going to keep you too long we have to do this nut challenge so I want to thank you for coming nut on as challenge well. sounds um, disgusting yeah you're gonna you're gonna watch and you're probably gonna you or the landlord's gonna record for us um I um what was I gonna say so we're a movie and music podcast yeah, so yeah. I I, I want to get on that a little bit before we let you go sure give me your number one movie that you can put on like at any time and not enjoy. Monsters Inc not Monsters Inc it is not Monsters all right Inc. what's your number one movie it's a Wonderful Life. <laughs> 
It's a that see, actually I kind of respect that because that is so outside the box from what most people would say. She was also definitive about it, which I like. She instantly knew. Like I know what my number one movie is, no matter what. In high school, I watched it every night before I went to bed. Every night, you said it away. Like, how do you guys not know that already? Okay, so it's a Wonderful Life. Um, You want number two? Uh, I want to know. Yeah, give me. What's another one? Practical Magic. That's another really popular one. Is um, it? What is it? It's a. It's a. Yeah, Kate, the landlord, the Kate Lord. Um, she loves Practical Magic too. So that's um, who's that? Uh, Sandra, Sandra Bullock. Bullock. It's a. It's a witchcraft movie. Yeah. It's a oh, very popular. Come Halloween <laughs> season. I'd rather watch. I'd, I'd personally rather watch uh, Hocus Pocus. Really? Than Practical Magic. Hocus yeah. Pocus. Is Hocus Pocus movie. is pretty lame. Wait, is that the you, movie where they? Wait, wait. Is Bette, that Bette Midler and what's Sarah the movie where they're Footface? Where they're immortal. And the two women like beat each other up, and they, I uh, not that. Are you one. about the craft? No, it's no. not the craft. We are the weirdos, Mister. So, see, this is your problem with movies, Madrela. Um, <laughs> that you, <laughs> that you don't like good movies. Straight so up, it's a wonderful and, life. Wait, but uh, that's one. Legit? But she also she she, Legit, she your opinion sucks. She said <laughs> that the best portrayal of the Joker is Jared Leto in Suicide Squad, okay, and she liked Suicide Squad. Okay, so this is my thing: is that I was never afraid of the Joker until Suicide Squad. But okay. I was terrified of. Okay, Jared first Leto off, I will that say movie. that. The Joker can be scary. He's not necessarily supposed to be scary. I think Heath Ledger's was scarier. First, have of you all. ever seen the Joker in a love? Yes, I watched everything about Batman. That love story is yeah, common. That's, a, that's, that's a pretty a, common. I've never one. seen that. So one. no, I, so I hasn't been, hasn't been brought to the screen. Hasn't been brought to the screen, and it also hasn't. Um, Sucked nearly as bad as it is. Yeah, in that well, movie. like in the in the animated series, because that character Harley Quinn wasn't in the comics. It was. Oh made my god, for, I loved her. I I love that character. It's I, also like a very complicated, like um, codependent abuse. Well, that's what I mean. Like but, it was but very really scary to me. The movie, the movie didn't do it the right way. Wait, I thought it did. Like it no, because like he like, came back to save her. Joker would never do that. Like no, no, said, no. But he he was so unpredictable, and she was just absolutely at his mercy. No, it yes. sucked. It sucked. It didn't. It, it, well, it, it well you should be... You, You're simplifying it. No, I'm not Suicide simplifying it. Suicide Squad would have been good if they did it a different way, but... You know I, well, yes, Jared no, Leto I, was amazing. No, he wasn't. Yes, he was. He was not. I, 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 everybody I, loves I'm to with say the, Heath Ledger because he died. No, 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 that's yeah, not why. Heath Ledger was actually is. great. I do agree that's part of it. I'm with McCarthy. I agree with her. What? Or Michaela. McCarthy? No, this is the problem with Sue. First off, I didn't give a shit about the Joker. They turned him into a gangster when the Joker is not supposed to be a gangster. He was a little scary. But that's not the Joker. He's not supposed to, he's supposed to be the clown prince of Gotham who they made him they simplified. They made him Scarface out of the Joker. And that's not supposed but to be that way. But did you feel like it was a more modern portrayal of the Joker? No, no I don't think so at all. He why is the Joker Okay, the Joker is a criminal and he owns he's a hanging cl- out a club. He owns the a Joker club. should have looked like a SoundCloud rapper. Yeah, he he looked like the oh ex XX Tenacon, who I wish he ended up the same way. I was way. like weirdly frightened by him and like weirdly attracted. Did you just to him. call him X Tenacon, <laughs> the guy that died, that Is rapper. That extension. I think that's why he was so. No, terrifying. I think it's Tenacon. I, I hope it's that. I don't I know. Because care. I was like weirdly attracted to him. And you didn't think Heath Ledger was creepy when he's telling people how he no, got his scars? No, it seemed like an act. Of course, it's a movie. He's acting. I know, but it was clear that it was an act. That's I always like clear porn. With I don't like when I know you're. I also acting. oh porn. You like porn, don't you? Yeah. What? Um. There. I'll tell you. <laughs> I hate you, when you do this. No. I d- no. Next. No. Phone's no. off. I'm, no. I'm out. I'm I had to tell the one porn story that the landlord told me about Michaela that oh she was God. she was watching some kind of Japanese body bag porn. That is not what it was. <laughs> landlord, I'm summoning the landlord. Um. Uh, Ralph, can you retrieve the landlord? Because you always somehow say body bag. There was no body bag. They were they were Japanese people in body bags. 
Landlord, that come here. That is not true. Landlord, you come created here. That part. Come take come take Ralph's seat and I need landlord's insight on this. Because we're talking about Michaela's um They're getting rogue. I had to out. Yeah, well, we're not. I'm not a little bitch. So th this is going to be the last hi, part Michaela. of Michaela's segment. So hey, landlord, hi, hi, landlord. La hi, la Michaela. Landlord, um, can you please describe the the porno of Michaela? Not the one she's been in. To but. be honest with you, <laughs> I've never seen it. Um, I know she's into some really weird shit, and all I really got out of it was that it was definitely Japanese people. And they were in She's some sort of plastic body. <laughs> no, wear. you guys made up the second part. They, they put them in a no, laundry bag. I like Japanese porn. Yes. Why do you like Japanese? I don't porn? know. Like you like the tentacles stuff, <laughs> no. or you like the real, the shit real porn shit. Yeah, you watched body bag porn. Body bag. I don't even know what that is. They were. There was just like a glory <laughs> hole through a body bag. I'm guessing. I don't know. Were they in a body bag having sex? Wait, I got to tell a story real quick. Back to Maurice. When I, stay, <laughs> I stayed in a hostel in Switzerland, and he said that, uh, I asked him what he thought a, a hostel was, and he told me that it was one of those things where people fuck through the- <laughs> Glory hole? Yeah. He thought a hostel was a glory <laughs> hole. <laughs> <laughs> Trey is like, oh, Madrela is like- <laughs> Whoops! <laughs> she, she's like, <laughs> it, it wasn't a clue. I was gonna forget the name, and I Because I'm laughing at this now. I'm picturing her in a <laughs> hostel. Like it wasn't a glory hole before, but it's gonna be now. But he was uncomfortable <laughs> with me staying at a hostel because that's what he thought a hostel was. He just thought it but was. He a, thought that and that's I had all to, it was. I had was to just explain to him that a hostel is just like a place that you can stay for. Like he thought you were wait, sucking wait, dick wait, to spend the night. Wait, was this through a hole. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't see anyone, but all you did all night was suck dicks. No, I, and like, that's laid, how in, I laid in front of a hole. She would be taking a nap and then a dick and just comes said, through the hole. And you said, I only do that if there's body her. bags involved. <laughs> and, all right. Oh, we don't say well, that. Oh, oh, I learned the hard way that that is a non-PC term. <laughs> According to who? Michelle Foster. <laughs> Shout out. Wait, wait. <laughs> you won't name drop who the masseuse is, but you'll name drop a friend of ours. Hey, Michelle. Yeah, Michelle. She called me hardcore on that, and I didn't really know that it was offensive. I know. I had to explain the origin of it Because I wasn't born in World War II. I don't know. Yeah. But well, Mo's ex-girlfriend was? <laughs> Maurice. <laughs> Maurice. Everyone's His doing shit. it. His ex-girlfriend right. was definitely born during World War II. All right. Well, um, we're going to wrap up here. I really want to thank you, Michaela, for being on. I hope you enjoyed yourself, and I didn't pry too much. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to talk politics? Uh, no. No <laughs> politics. I won't. All right. So um, for this next thing, I do need you, the landlord, and your t uh, cellular phone for a video. Um, if you don't mind, um, can you please retrieve your phone? Actually, wait. Go yeah, ahead. Let me let me go back in the mic. Okay. Yep. Go ahead. Um, there's silence here, and the landlord's not moving. Thanks so much for having me. Of course, we we'll have you back on at some point. You were very. Did um, you enjoy your? You may have been the best um at bantering that we've had so far. I think okay. when it came to just straight up dialogue. So, so couple yep. things. Um, do you want to do? I think we should do this last because I think. Well, what else do you have? Um, I want to do the thing that I took the poll on Facebook. Oh yeah, the guilty yeah, pleasures. Do that? You can stick around for that if you oh, want. Yeah, you can to too, landlord. I want to do this. All right. I want to do our hot takes, then this because I have a feeling right. that this is just going to sputter out and All right. just I have, horrible. I have two hot takes then. Um, if you want to go first, I don't know if you have yours. Well, let's ready. do the, uh, the the guilty pleasures. Go ahead, do first. your guilty pleasures. Go All for right, it. you had everything here. So, so the, the the premise of the guilty pleasure was just movies, music, yeah. or random things, two, TV shows. That two questions. A musical guilty pleasure, and then just a general one. It could be a movie, TV show, um, or something most you do, people a hobby. Most people answered um, like shows and things like I that. I saw a lot of guys saying Vampire Diaries. Yeah, I, what is <laughs> Vampire Diaries? Garbage. I'm not, I, I'm sure it's garbage. Uh, landlord, you probably enjoy that. 
I've never seen it. <laughs> All right, so go on. Okay, so my musical guilty pleasure. I love Madonna. <laughs> you love oh Madonna? Oh my god, I love that. About I legitimately, you. I have her greatest hits. It's in rotation. Um, Dress You Up in My Love is my personal favorite. Stop. Um, I would say my musical guilty pleasure and Landlord can attest. I, I guarantee say, this is going to be one of those things that's like kind of cool no, still, no, but like. Yeah, no, it's, it it's always has to be kind of cool mine's, if it's Dan. Mine's, mine's Lady Gaga. I love Lady Gaga. I enjoy her music. I, I love Mama Monster. I'm a little monster. You're a little monster. I put my paws up. I'm a, I'm a big fan of her tunes. Oh my God, that's so scary. She's very, very... talking about it is scary. Very, very, very... To be t- honest with you, we were on the way home from a concert last night, and I put on a little bit of Lady Gaga, and Dan did... I put paws up instead of driving for a good 15 all the immigrants. And I do like her music, so... um, do What's your musical or I responded mine is Cardi B Cardi B but that's like a popular thing that's not really a guilty pleasure I don't know it's not a guilty pleasure I've seen videos of you at bars at three in the morning rapping Cardi B so you don't feel that guilty about it (laughs) say little bitch you can't fuck with me (laughs) yes you wanted to shut up (laughs) um landlord what's what you wrote yours I I don't know uh Riverdale was one of yours right no that was Natalie okay Natalie I do also like Riverdale I'm not embarrassed okay I will still watch Arthur on PBS As a 29 yo, year old, yo. that is Arthur. a wholesome, great Hi, show <laughs> about aardvarks. Five. That's you're a lot please, like you're a lot like Muffy, and not that much like Francie. <laughs> do, do you want me a real? She's like a muff diver. <laughs> yo. <laughs> PC, PC. That's not that bad. That's grow not, up. Compared to half the things you guys said before. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, I discovered Arthur like. When I was like twenty, so what? That's really bad. Yeah, like I knew the about landlord, it. That's probably why it. you're not See, that well-rounded. The landlord only feels like well Arthur. Yeah, because, because you didn't watch Arthur. I as love a kid. Arthur. The land- I know you didn't watch it as a kid, though. The so. landlord oh. didn't have cable <laughs> until she was an adult, so she only had PBS. She was watching Barney until she was seventeen. Why didn't you have cable? What were you in a cult? I would beg my parents every weekend for us to get. Nickelodeon cable, because all that was on was golf <laughs> until I was literally 13 years old and then I was far behind the whole Spongebob era you that everyone Doug, was in you missed Doug you missed Rocco I Angry used to Beavers. have conversations when I was like in second grade and like pretend that I had watched certain things <laughs> like people would be like oh did you see that Disney Channel shit and I'm like yeah I love it I had no idea what it if was it make- I was really just watching Barney and golf <laughs> <laughs> if it makes you feel better I pretend that I watch what Dan recommends every week <laughs> <laughs> on the way here I'm driving I just go through the Wikipedia page what an ass. <laughs> All right, so what else do you have? Okay, um, so some people participated and gave their um, recommendations, so I'm just going to selectively yeah, go a for few it. here. Um, Chrissy uh, Kaola, uh, say her now. Yes. Um, we built this city. She said it gets stuck in your head, and I proceeded to have it stuck in my head for the next 48 hours. I don't think I've ever had that stuck we in my head. We built this city. Ugh. You never get that song stuck in your head. No. What a nightmare that would be. It's yeah. it's horrible. All right, so what else we got? <laughs> um, we got a lot of built. Uh, <laughs> we got a lot of people saying uh, Fallout Boy and Paramore. I saw I some Panic at the Disco. Panic too. Paramore. I don't think Paramore is actually a good band. Good. Old Fallout Boy is really good. Um, Dane, pa- Dane was the most surprising. Well, one. saying Paramore, but uh, then like uh, someone corrected him. And what he's did like, Dane say? Paramore. He said Paramore. That was Paramore's a, a good band. I like Paramore. Dane. Um, a lot of people. Uh, <laughs> a lot of people like yelled at him though, saying like that shouldn't be a guilty pleasure. I, I but- don't. I mean, I think because for a man, it's probably looked at as a guilty pleasure. But they're a good band, and she's a kick-ass singer. So who gives a 
fuck. She's great. She's awesome. Um, we had uh, Claire O'Connor and Monica Mulligan and a few other people all said the Kardashians. <laughs> yeah. That's a, uh, that's a common Car- one. My, that's for, a guilty Oh, my God. Pleasure. It is really addicting. For, for me, TV is... Um, I love Total Divas. I love watching Total Divas on A. That's the one... Um, the Landlord watches that, too. So Lady oh, Gaga and Total Divas it, are well, your guilty listen, pleasures? It, l- l- Total Divas crosses over the... What'd you say? Wait, go ahead. Um, the Total Divas, it crosses over the reality TV stuff like Bravo, oh, like the no. Landlord likes... wrestling? And it crosses over You're wrestling. You're a child. Why am I Don't a child? Don't even talk just, about wrestling with me here. You just told me that you got into Arthur at age 20, and I'm a child? You don't think that wrestling is your guilty pleasure dude no i'm uh, not when it's you one should of the be most, ashamed it's not it's one of the most popular events across <laughs> on the twitter world. he argues about like you know mic technique and shit yeah of course oh my it's God. a science go on we don't need to talk about wrestling you, need to be re- you should feel really need, guilty i don't about need to it. spit knowledge on you about why wrestling is highly more scientific than any garbage you watch so go on about your um, guilty pleasures scientific. natalie as was um put before she said Toto's Africa. Which, oh my god, I love that. Which she was uh, 22 when that came out. So. <laughs> Did you look it up? <laughs> You're just guessing. I may be adding a year or two. And Greg, then Greg was 30. She said. <laughs> she said Riverdale. Which you thought, what, what is Riverdale? I keep seeing it's Riverdale. from the Archie comics. It's from the it's a Archie comic based TV show on uh, the CW. We're, we're, we're out of fucking ideas. Yeah, I know. But <laughs> she watches it. It's very campy, and I I get the appeal of it. What does campy mean? Like, uh, cor- corny. like corny, like it's like it's almost like meant to be kind of bad. It's an over the top high school thriller, I'd say, with way too hot high schoolers. I literally follow all of them on Instagram, and they are so, so let it, hot. Let let it be noted that the You're landlord is sa- the landlord is saying that high schoolers are hot. Yeah, I'm into the high school look. That's why I only teach middle school. Yay, <laughs> Greg. Uh- <laughs> Gross. Greg said ghost and Ryan Adams because he's a hipster. I actually do like Ryan Adams, so I, I guess you could add that to my, He's got some good shit. But then he so. also put, for whatever reason, this made me laugh, Property Brothers. <laughs> I despise Property Brothers. I don't even I can't know what even, it is. Oh, my it's God, because you only watch buy, wrestling, dude. That's not all I watch, but I've never even heard They're of it. They're a tag team. The Property Brothers. They're the worst. That is absolutely a great like, show. There's a hundred shows that are amazing on HGTV, except for... Property Brothers. Greg's ho- hobbies include Property Brothers and refinancing his mortgage. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what else we got? <laughs> we got a lot of um, Degrassi, Pretty Little Liars. What? Yeah, a lot of that. Um, Elizabeth Campbell, agree entirely. She said Julianne Cop. Campbell? Julianne Elizabeth Campbell. Jules. Jules Campbell. Oh, shit, is that Yeah, yeah that's, that's who I'm that not is. friends with her, what so like, I just went by did, the name. What did she say? She said cops. I that's will... not a guilty pleasure. Cops is... Premium TV. Me and the fiance ran out of cops on demand to watch. <laughs> well, there's a lot of cops, too. We went through a lot. All right. So oh, my God. Did you guys ever watch Bait Car? What's Bait Car? It's when they it, use it. They lower someone they with a child. They literally put, like, bait. no, they put, like, a car running in, like, on the street in the ghetto, and then they see who tries to steal the car, and then they arrest them. It's well, amazing. Well, they have live cops now. Live cops is fantastic. It's literally, it's live. They do know they have a police scanner and they exactly well to catch a predator is great. They literally have it's almost like red zone for the NFL where they're like we're coming in uh, you know they're, uh, uh, they're about to score a touchdown but this one is oh we have a high p- um, speed chase taking in place, Minneapolis and they cut to all these different parts of the country where police chases are happening and it's live it's live it it's, is the it's best awesome. thing ever all right what else we have um let's see I saw what some else Jerry we got. Springer in there some Jerry Springer. Maury. 
Um, Mike White said, because, you know... <laughs> she brought this up, too, the landlord. I found that the whole concept of guilty no, pleasure... Guilty pleasure. I found the whole concept <laughs> of guilty pleasures tends to diminish as you age. Uh, I like the creative works that I like, and it's something that doesn't really embarrass me. What an ass! Well, fuck the, you! My favorite part yeah. of it, though, was that he mentioned that he has no shame, like, listening to Wesley, Wesley Willis. Wesley Willis isn't a guilty pleasure. I made, I made the landlord listen to Wesley Willis shortly after. I played Rock and Roll McDonald's and suck a caribou's ass for her. <laughs> she enjoyed it. Uh, my, my sister said eating in front of the TV. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. It's not a guilty pleasure. That's just what you do. You do. You're just uh, lazy. Yeah. And then um, let's wrap it up with Anne Hammerlin. She's watching a show called Claws, which is about a, and I quote, a group of ratchet nail salon broads who get involved in a drug ring. <laughs> oh, that actually kind of sounds interesting. That's going to be my next uh, you watch. watch. You watch. All oh, right, so, so that's it. Um, if you had any others that weren't on there, we're sorry we yeah, didn't shout thanks, you out. There um, was a lot, so we yeah, have to Thanks take... for uh, everyone participating. So, so um, what are we doing, hot takes now? Let's do hot takes, right, and then, we'll, you, uh, then and... we're going to do this. Um, we have a challenge okay. that you'll explain after the hot takes. So. Alan requested I have this hot take. I, he tagged you in it. Did you see it on Facebook? No, I actually have, I have to apologize to Alan, because apparently I referenced him last week, and when he brought it up to me, I told him I did not remember. <laughs> I was like, you're, I don't want to say you're forgettable, Alan, but, but no, you're, eh, you know I love you. Like Go on. Um, <laughs> I haven't done a Mets one in a while, so I'm doing one. I'm sorry it's sports related. I apologize. You, are, you, you only have one well to pull from. Go on. Will. Not should he be. Will Tim Tebow be up in the majors this season? Yes. If the team is going at the way it is, he'll be up in September. Okay, that's great. We're going to just agree with each other. Your hot take. That's good, <laughs> um, uh, all right, good I radio. Actually, I actually have two. Um, the first one is... Uh, the demise of Toys R Us. You see everyone talking about Toys R Us Yo. going out of business. No, shout, shout out to Tim Kelly. No, shut. Sh I'm tired of people seeing all the sad stuff. I hate his uh, hot takes. It's just him. No, no, he no, no. Every no, hot take no, goes no, the same no. way. You're not he even said, letting me have my hot take. You got to go. Shut the fuck up. This is what he does. He goes. No, every week. Cut me off before I did it. Why are people acting like they're sad about Toys R Us being closed? You didn't care when it was open all this time, and now people are like, oh, our childhood is gone. These are people with kids that didn't take their kids to Toys R Us. Okay, Amazon, I agree. Am Amazon toys are cheaper. But why are people acting like they were going to go if it was still open? People are going there taking pictures of the closed stores. Do why are we acting like we're sad about it? Do you want a real answer or do you want me just yell at Give me a real answer. Okay. And I'll tell it you why the fuck you're wrong. our childhood nostalgia. It's a piece of our childhood taken away, and we realize as we grew up that it's things that matter It's not taken away. It didn't erase the history of Toys R Us. Toys R Us is still a thing that happened. It closing, you should be sad if it's something you did regularly. So you're Right, when a relative dies, you should be like, well, that no. just happened. Okay, you cannot compare a life to Toys R Us, a place. When's the last time you stepped foot in a Toys R Us? Not now. Exactly. If your relative was still alive, you would have stepped foot in, <laughs> in her. In the, I'm, I'm still depressed that Bradley's closed. Did, but you, oh, you, Bradley's was Bradley's. The you would still shop at Bradley's, though, right? Oh, let's talk about five Bradley's. Five star. Talk, I'm upset about five, five star. Like, so but you should have shopped there. No, but you but you did shop there. Oh, you should shop. Why are you Were you still shopping at Bradley's when it went out of business? Yes, every day. my mom's favorite Exactly. We went... At least once a month. If people, if if, if be, listen, let's I, talk I, more about Bradley. I understand the Toys R Us How thing going out of business. How can you become attached to a department store? Exactly. And again, if people cared that much and they were that upset, if you are they attached to a department store, you should go see a therapist. I agree completely. And all these people, it's it's a cool thing to do. Go to the closed Toys R Us and take a picture, like sad and the Jeffrey the giraffe. And but again, as adult adults saying it. 
are upset. I'm like, you could have gone there and bought all the shit that you just bought on clearance and helped them stay in business. Oh, my God. It's, but Grow no. up. Thank, I'm with you. Thank you. No, I and think you're just my, being My other one, and I, I had this discussion with the Not landlord. You. And Not you, um, Michaela. Ma- McCartney. <laughs> McCartney. Um, I had this discussion with the landlord in Grow How the other night, and we talked about it a little bit, um, is the, the Jameis Winston suspension in the NFL. Um, Jameis uh. Winston's NFL quarterback, he had an incident back in 2016 where he groped an Uber driver. Also, um, after Sounds we like talk- a good guy. Yeah. When we talked about it i thought he had an assault with a male uber driver like it was a fist was, fight when i found out more i completely did a so, 180 it was so with a woman. he um they, they did about two a year and a half to two years for, on the investigation um to figure out and they announced that he was suspended three games now i was happy they did a thorough investigation rather than the incident comes out they suspend him and then we find out that it's bullshit um but it, it what turns out they so they announced the suspension but they did not give the details of what actually happened in the car he went this player went from denying that it happened when the incident first what came out and now apologizing for it happening and the NFL who gives every little detail about every problem they have from domestic violence to bounty gate to the deflating of the footballs to the bully gate they give you every little detail they are not telling us what actually happened in that car because it's probably a lot worse than him just grabbing her by the pussy in the car legitimately it, it, there's no way they, they release the details about everything else and it proves again the NFL has no idea how to handle their own PR because if God forbid there's audio or video that comes out and say someone had to pull Jameis Winston off of this woman imagine that's gonna be like the when the Ray Rice video came out it's significantly worse the NFL has no idea how to handle any any sort of problem whatsoever from the kneeling to bounty gate to deflate gate to this. They can't be transparent. If he was penetrating her, he should not be in the league. If, if they're making it sound like he just grabbed her like that, which is what your impression was, but it was a man, correct? No, I thought he, I thought it was a, like an assault. I thought it was like a fist fight or something. No, he, he, they said he groped her. But what does grope mean? Why, are, why are they not being transparent with this when they're transparent with everything else? Trump got a three-game suspension too. Trump did. Trump did. <laughs> After he got prank phone called by Stuttering John. All right. All right. So those are our hot takes. Okay. Um, so now, Ralph, uh, Michaela, do you have yeah, a hot take? Well, I don't think she knows what a hot take is. Yeah. It's just well, like, explain to me what it is. It's, it's like a, a strong opinion, an opinion that you want to just yell. Something topical, like that is current, whether it's current events, um, movies, music. Last week I was pissed that people say that they don't like the taste of water. So yeah, it could it's be like anything. shit like that, like dumb shit people say. Um, it, it, it could usually be, is just it could be what, what's topical. Uh, you see people posting on social media that gets you mad, shit like that. Um, whether it's about addiction, no politics, I'd prefer. But because um, if you do that, we're gonna be all right. All right come on, landlord, you give a hot take. All right, I know this is Michaela's hot take. Okay, Japanese body bag porn <laughs> is the best porn available. Hot take. I, no, I don't. I don't agree. Right. I don't know what body bag porn is. I'm Bye. Google body bag porn. I swear to God, I'm right, probably gonna get do that. Do that. Let, let's uh, explain this um, nut challenge and how. Okay. Uh, Landlord, could you please hand me the things of milk there? Okay. So um, three of them. I bought them at McDonald's. No, they're fine. They're not fine. Yeah, probably not. So um, last week Dan yeah, got yeah. upset at me because I bought Miracle Berries. Uh, miracle oh, Berries changed the taste fuck of the you, food, and I thought that they were a rousing su- uh, success. Um, Dan was just being a baby. So he said, if you're going to bring some in, bring some in that's like interesting or spicy. You said that a few weeks ago. So I found what is known as the uh, Death Nut Challenge. They are peanuts. Okay, hold on. What? what, what, what Wait, you, you, you can just start at any time. Good. Good. What they are are um, five progressively hotter peanuts that are made with Carolina Reaper, um, ghost peppers, uh, ghost peppers, uh, something called 
Pepper X. I see the directions oh, on the on the game. The All right, so the the whole way we're supposed to do this is number one. Um, you pierce the foil behind peanut one. You eat the peanut. Uh, you chew slowly and thoroughly for thirty seconds and swallow. Um, so, uh, Michaela, you're going to be in charge of the thirty seconds. Do you have a um, Do you have a tissue by any chance? Because I feel like it's going to get on our hands. We have paper hand. towels right up there. Yeah. Um, then um, we have to pause for ninety seconds to allow the peppers to fully bloom before moving on to the next step. Ooh. Then we have oh, to repeat steps. We have to repeat steps one and two for each remain of the remaining peanuts in the sequence until we complete all five. To defeat the challenge, you must wait five minutes after eating the final death nut before drinking or eating anything else. As you're doing the challenge, share the experience with your audience. Um, so, again, uh, you're going to time it for uh, 30 seconds of chewing um, and then 90 seconds before the next one. 90 to seconds or no more than 180. So we can take up can, to... Uh, you bring a, a garbage or something uh, in between us because I have a feeling this is going to be bad. Yeah. Uh, sure. Oh, dude, they smell. Just smelling them is making my eyes water. All right. And hold on. All right, this is going to be garbage. And get Maybe paper towels. Start doing this stuff on Friday night so it doesn't ruin your whole Saturday. Why is your whole Saturday ruined? If you don't feel well, after I'll be fine. No, no, I'll be. I can. I can. I can deal. I, I felt like shit for five hours after the berry last week. So. All right, give me the first one. Make sure you're taking from the first one. <laughs> uh, okay. I, I don't know. Did you fuck it up already? We start from the bottom and move up, so that's right. the mildest. Take it with a thing so you don't get it on your hands and wipe your... Eyes, yeah. Yeah. I, dude, I'm using it. I don't care. Go ahead. Go ahead. I think you should have just done one at a time. Yeah, exactly. All right, this is the first one. And what is the, the thing on this? Does it say? Okay, this is uh, Ghost Peppers and Carolina Reapers. Okay. 30 okay. seconds on the clock. Well, that hits hard. Oh, no. Whoa. <coughs> <laughs> it tastes like you just did a um, one of those like fire packets and you just squirted it. Did you it swallow? Here. Yeah. You're not allowed to swallow. Oh, you know what? I fucked up. I still have a little bit in my mouth, though. It becomes just like pudding. Yeah. Yeah, just keep it in there. <coughs> Five seconds. Okay, it's swallow, bad. swallow. It's swallow. bad, but it's bad. Now we have to wait 30 seconds. You can All wait right. 90 seconds, it said. 90, I meant. Okay. Oh. That, oh, that's bad, but it wasn't It wasn't that that bad. It's starting to bloom more, though. <laughs> it's oh, blooming. Shit. <laughs> oh, shit. No, we can't do it yet. No, no, I'm just putting it here because as soon as it hits five minutes, I'm chugging this thing. You guys are not making it five minutes. <laughs> Dan specifically. I also, I, I cheated a little. I uh, I didn't make it into the pace. I forgot that we weren't supposed to swallow. So. Bloom. Yeah, I didn't let it bloom. Oh, man. Wow, you were really taking it hard. I didn't think it was well, that Well, I did bad. it the right He's way, asshole. Sweating. You don't look good, dude. My eyes are tearing. Can I get another paper towel for my eyes, please? <laughs> Oh, I was going to give him the one that I took the peanut with. Uh, oh, my God. That would have been hilarious. Uh, all right. How much time are we at? Uh, we've at we're at 50 seconds. So you've what got we another 30 seconds. Another 30. Okay. I, I, this is going to be really hard. So what's everyone's plans for the weekend? Oh, shit. Oh, that's going to be fun. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> this is a problem already. The first one sucked. I don't know if I'll be able to finish this. I'm already feeling I'm going to go as far as I can. 
I will willingly. All right, please get it. your next nut ready. No, let Ralph do it on his own. Dan, come on. <laughs> no. All right, ready. One, two, three. Which one is this? This is Don't swallow. Scorpion tea uh butch tea peppers, Carolina Reaper powder. This one's not that bad at all. First one I thought was worse. First one was definitely worse. Well, okay. Some news happening. <laughs> well, okay. Five more seconds. Okay, that's going into parts of, well. Okay. So my sciences. Okay, you can swallow. <sighs> Okay, that one's a different kind of burn. That I one, um, think, actually, that one wasn't as bad as the first one. For now, this one, it didn't hit as hard, but I feel like it's flatlining at a higher level. <laughs> you look bad, dude. I feel bad. You are bad. I feel like in Dumb and Dumber when they poison the guy. Oh. <laughs> uh, okay, this one. Okay. Okay, I don't feel good now. Now I'm feeling it. Okay. <laughs> can I? Can I? Can I? Yeah. Thank you. Oh my ass! This sucks. Oh, he's shit. taking it really bad. Yeah, like, come on, get it together. Guys. I'm trying. When Ken eats some oh spicy, God, you are literally dripping sweat. Because you know how Ken's bald. When he eats some spicy, literally like <sighs> it pours into his eyes. He blinds himself with the sweat. That's what's happening. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Oh my god! He's, I, he's, I feel like Rosie O'Donnell reading. This is terrible. I I, I don't I, I don't get the reference because <laughs> she's fat and gross. Okay, oh. <laughs> get your next nut ready. Okay, I'll take the one this time. Get your nut. Boy. Which one is this? This is uh, Carolina Reaper chocolate Buddha and Carolina Reaper pa uh, powder. I don't know what chocolate Buddha is. All right, let's do it. This one's bad. This one's bad. Oh no 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 no. Nope, 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 not good. I don't feel it yet. This one's bad. Okay. <laughs> don't swallow it, you bitch. Okay, you can swallow. No! 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 Not good! Okay. That was the worst by far. Are you tapping? No! Yes! No! I've come this far. I've come this far. Oh! I think I'm drooling. I can't feel my lips. This one hurts. You are drooling. Oh. This has only been 30 seconds of us watching them like this. I know. I feel terrible. This one's bad. I don't like this. I don't like this. Uh, uh. You dented the guard. Oh. This guys, if I could describe this, it's the worst. Get your nuts ready. 
I think it's just delightful. Look at my hand. I'm shaking. I If this one's as bad, I might tap. All right, here we go. <coughs> one. Let's go. Two. Um, Carolina Reaper, Seven Pot Duel. Oh. Be like a deep throat. <coughs> I feel like the Indian watching litter. <laughs> Keep chewing. I've got into like a peaceful place. Swallow. Okay, now I'm getting like psychological things because I feel like I just drank a lot of NyQuil. <laughs> I'm like tripping now. Dan's giving birth. Lamaze. <laughs> okay. And, then, oh! and it's like stuck in my teeth and it keeps coming back out. <laughs> Shit. Okay, everything just changed. We made a mistake. We fucked up. We're sorry that this isn't more verbal. Okay. We're not eating Are again. you really doing the last one? Yes, I am. You have to. My name's uh, Ralph Aleka, and I'm into this shit. My name's Dan Perosi, and I don't hope I have a heart attack. Why does the milk say glug glug on the top? I don't know, but I'm ready to glug glug. No, you have to wait five minutes after this one to glug glug. Fuck, I can't, I, I, I can't, I can't. All right, get your nuts ready. Go. <laughs> Which one is this? The last. Pepperax. Oh my God. This is a hybrid. I'm starting to get um stomach discomfort. Ew, Dan, ew. <laughs> Go to bed. <laughs> He's drooling. I'd be too mean. <laughs> you can swallow. <laughs> Five minutes now. <coughs> Come on, we can do this. We can do this. Come on. We're gonna come on. Stay with me. I'm trying. Your your shirt is drenched. We didn't start. I believe the... that we will win. I believe that we will win. Why is he doing the soccer thing? I thought he hated soccer. I do, I don't know where I'm going. Can we please not make it five minutes? Could be two. Nope. Come on, sing with me. We're gonna do this. We didn't it's start the fire. fire. It, it was, was always burning burn. since the world's been turned. We oh. didn't start Star the, the fire. It was Harry Truman, Doris Day, Red China, Johnny Ray. What do I have to say? <laughs> Rock and roll and color wars. I can't take it anymore. Oh, I might throw up. Okay. I'll go. I'm gonna go outside. I'll be right back. Leave your milk here, you cheater. No, so, um, this is the Death Nut Challenge. Uh, brought to you by uh, Blazing Foods Charlotte. Uh, I'd say they're a bit hot. It was puking. Dan is loudly puking outside. Uh, I am uh, taking it like a man. 
Yeah, you win this. Oh, but by far, it's not even close. I you were gonna win by the first nut. <laughs> you had many nuts. <laughs> you? Oh, that's funny. That's wordplay. <laughs> Awkward silence. Okay. Uh, what uh, have we been timing? No, I'm. Well, I guess we just start the timer now. Yeah. No, no, no. No. I'll, I'll say Ralph's it. good. Ralph's not even having an issue. I say it's been uh, I say it's been two minutes. Would you guys agree? Yeah. yeah that sounds about right. Okay, so I'm gonna set the timer. Three minutes. Ugh. The only problem is he is right. Like, there's, like, bits in, like, your teeth you can't feel because your mouth is all numb. And then, like, you breathe in, it dislodges, goes down your throat, and it, uh, it burns. Hey, Caitlin. Hmm. Here, let me save the camera. Don't ever do this. Oh. This is what happens. Like, <laughs> he's, being, he's being a little baby. I am. I'm being dramatic. Yeah, I've never seen someone act like such a little bitch. I'm... I'm just going to take my milk jug, have it prepared. Hot take, hot, take, hot pepper, hot pe- pepper, peanut, pepper, pepper. Whoa. Okay. It, it is hot. I'm, I'm, got my bagel ready. I saved my bagel. It's, uh, it, it does, kind of, waves come over you. Like, right now it's good, it's good, it's good, and then, like, a wave's going to hit. All right, Dan, I think you're good for the milk. I think you're not. I think you're only, you got to... You got two minutes. Come on. We're going to sing. Come on. Yesterday once told me the world is going to roll me. I'm the charter of the willow. My mouth is kind of dumb with her finger in her thumb in the shape of an L on her forehead. Well, well, the years start coming, coming and they don't stop coming. coming. Fed to the road and I need to get the off the mic. I, I can't. I can't. Your brain gets smart, but your head gets dumb. So much to do, so much to see. So what's wrong with taking the back streets? You never know if you don't go. Video over your head, Michaela. Yeah, I don't want to be seen. We got a minute left. One minute left. Come on. Come on. Home stretch. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. Come on. Woo! One minute. Uh, All right, sit, take a seat. We got this. Okay. Everything feels terrible. I, it's like hurting to talk. It kind of feels like you got the flu. The, uh, the flu's never felt this spicy. <laughs> My lips hurt. Dan? Yeah. I get knocked Knock down. down. I get up, up again. again. You're never going to keep me down. down. I, I get, get knocked down. down. I got up again. again. You're never uh, gonna keep me down. Open the milk. Thirty milk seconds. Piss in the night away. He drinks it. Piss in the night away. He eats a ghost pepper. He eats a reaper pepper. <laughs> <laughs> pepper X. Whatever Come the on. fuck Pepper X is. Pepper X. Pepper X. Oh wait, oh, that show Pepper Ann. You've never pepper saw Ran, it. Pepper you know you didn't have cable. <laughs> that was on ABC on Sundays. Okay. Come on. Ten. Nine. nine eight. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. It's milk time, baby. Oh my god. We did it! Does the milk make it feel better? It does. Not really. A little bit. The little bit. A little bit. No, not really at all. Nope. I definitely you need gotta, bread. I definitely got to throw up. All right, I'm wrapping this up. This is episode 10. You watch, I listen. Thank you to the landlord for helping out. Thank you, Michaela, for sitting in and joining us. The Bobo, e- uh, Bobo, Bo- Show, Bobo EP. Show EP. Bobo Show EP. Peace out. <laughs>